I think every single person in this locker room is a competitor at the highest level. So, yeah, when you feel as if your back's against the wall, you never have to feel like you got to do it by yourself. Welcome to Talking Jets. My name's Ryan and I'll be your pilot tonight. I am joined alongside my co-pilots. I've got Greenbean to my this way and I have Matt O'Leary to my that way. Greenbean, how you doing tonight? Dude, it's Tuesday. I'm in a great mood. This is fantastic. We're going to talk about all the greatest things that ever were right here tonight. It's going to be awesome. I love it. Mr. O'Leary, how you doing tonight? I'm doing good. There's playoff hockey on the TV, basketball if you're into that, and Jets talk on the computer. It's a, it's a big night for New York sports. I love it. <laughs> love it. Love it. Boys and girls, we got a little uh, poll question in the chat for all you guys watching uh, some Rangers-Devils action. Who do you want to win tonight, Rangers, Rangers or the Devils? You guys can uh, vote on that in the chat. We also have our giveaway for tonight t-shirt giveaway all you got to do is leave a comment and subscribe to our new youtube channel talking jets it's pinned in the live chat nightbot should be dropping the link throughout the night as well uh oh man i got a whole bunch of people that are not happy <laughs> with ryan wearing a rangers jersey ah screw it he's allowed <laughs> he's allowed to wear a rangers jersey everybody o'leary yeah, right? wears his islanders jersey right i will on next week i will be wearing my islanders jersey on tuesday there you go yeah see it's it's one of those things where it's like uh i don't really have a <laughs> i don't have a, a dog in the fight i don't watch enough uh hockey to really have a yeah. a strong you know, working knowledge of all the ins and outs but i know Rangers i got out of I it stuck with. i got out of it it's sad i used to have a healy jersey matt you made you i mean you were i don't think you were in you were born maybe <laughs> that, that uh, might have been pre matt o'leary yeah I was, I was 89 <laughs> my pre matt o'leary yeah i wish i still had my islanders jersey i'd wear it there you go boys and girls all you got to do is leave a like on this video if you want to be entered to next week's t-shirt giveaway drop a comment down below get entered into that as well we got a little bit to uh to get into got a whole lot uh where's my topic thing the first thing I want to get into, this was some pretty big news around the NFL. I'm curious to see how it impacts the rest of the market. This is Jalen Hurts getting a five-year, $255 million contract. He winds up signing, I believe it was $179 million, fully guaranteed for injury. Uh, so a monster deal. That's what, $51 million a year. He's the highest paid quarterback uh, in the league right now. Or at least by maybe a guaranteed money sort of. No, no, it can't be guaranteed money because Watson has more than that. Hmm. I guess total value of contract. So I guess the thought is with Herbert, Burrow, and Lamar Jackson all looking for contracts, uh, Matt, I want to flip it to you. How do you feel about the Jalen Hurts contract overall? 
and then maybe where it could lead with these other uh, quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, I think it's great. I think he deserves it. He took a massive step and took his team to a Super Bowl and was excellent in the Super Bowl. I know they didn't win the game, but they didn't lose uh, the game because of Jalen Hurts. Hurts couldn't really do anything else. He was spectacular in that game. Uh, and the cap hits aren't that bad. Uh, over Supposedly over the next four years, it's 6.15, 13.56, 21.77, and 31.77, which is... Uh, some pretty nice cap uh, flexibility there, but he took that took that jump, got rewarded, and I think Joe Burrows is going to look even higher uh, than this one in a few weeks. Now, how do you think? Uh, well, I guess I'll get Green Bean's thoughts on this, and we'll talk about a little bit about the Lamar side of things. But Green Bean, how are you feeling about Jalen Hurts getting two hundred and fifty five million dollars with one hundred and seventy nine fully guaranteed? Let me come at it from a different angle. Um, last year at this time. I have Eagles fans friends. They were literally talking about the need to get rid of him, that he's not going to be this or not going to be that. So just to use this <clears throat> as an example of uh, just because we don't believe in someone at the moment doesn't mean that their career is over. Now, who am I you know, applying that to? I'll leave that to you guys. Denzel. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to leave it out there. But, you know, it's a funny thing, man. I mean, look, dude, you know, Super Bowl and, uh, you know, the richest contract and all that jazz. Uh, you, you just never know, man. Sometimes you got to have a little bit more patience than maybe we like. Philly's very much like us. You know, they're mm -hmm. impatient. They're loud. They're obnoxious. In my opinion, they're worse. They're, they're, the, they're the true yucksters of the NFL, in my opinion. Um, but uh, look, here he is. So good for him, right, man? It's a, it's a pretty big deal, dude. Yeah, for sure. I'm not the uh, the biggest fan of the Philadelphia fan base. I feel like they're a little little off their rockers, but I would say they are comparable to like maybe the fan rowdiness that is maybe the Jet fanhood and whatnot. Um, but yeah, 255 million dollars, fully uh, not fully guaranteed, but f well deserved by Jalen Hurts, where he took took the Eagles last year. And if I'm looking at like. I would say like really mobile quarterbacks overall. You'd be hard pressed to like, I mean, outside of Mahomes, Jalen Hurts looks like he's got a really bright, free, bright future. I mean, he is so much thicker than like Lamar Jackson is. And I think that's kind of where this, this sort of leads me to wonder how Lamar's feeling. He sees this monster contract get dished out, although it's not the 200 million fully guaranteed that we were, you know, kind of speculating Lamar wanted. So we're kind of reeling it back a little. You're kind of having the, uh, there was that wacky Watson contract and the owners are saying, whoa, 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 hold up. Let's not do this fully guaranteed five-year thing. Let's get the guy that should get paid, uh, you know, maybe the, the most right now and then Burrow will probably follow him or he might wait. I, I don't know. Who do you think gets paid first, Herbert or Burrow, Matt? Uh, probably should be Burrow, but I'm as long as it happens before the season. That's kind of like how I feel about Quinn and not to completely derail our, our topics here. I know we'll get to that eventually, but um, it, I, it doesn't really matter the, the order as long as it gets done before, I don't know what training camp, I guess for either of those two guys. Yeah. Yeah. You want your quarterback in, in uh training camp for sure. And there's probably, uh, I would think with those guys all up for contracts, they're all going to be, be sitting out. I would think Herbert of the three has done the least, um, but I would feel more confident giving him the money over Lamar because of the injury history side of things. 
Burrow absolutely deserves to be the highest paid of, I think, that whole group based on his his um, performance so far. Uh, but Hertz is, is right up at the top there. Uh, cannot underestimate the value of a, a rookie quarterback contract. Seriously, right? Like we're talking about Zach Wilson. We're going to have to decide on his fifth year option next year after the draft. So we have two drafts and a full season to evaluate Zach and the prospects that are coming out and how we feel. And then his fifth year option, it's going to be something like $20 million. So you're talking half the price of what these quarterbacks are currently getting. I think there could be a really strong argument, even if Zach looks like he might be average, like not, not even like, oh, he might be something special. If he's average throughout this year, you may exercise that option for his fifth year for when, assuming Rodgers plays the two seasons, and just saying, hey, look, $20 million in two years' time is going to be dirt cheap for a quarterback. And I I, I don't know. I think seeing this type of deal get done makes me think Zach could really get his fifth-year option. Matt, any any thought at all to, to Zach's fifth year based on these quarterback numbers? Uh, I don't think he plays nearly enough this of season uh upcoming season for us to make that just i'd be shocked if they gave him the fifth year option yeah i, I know mm. what you're saying with it, comparatively it could be relatively cheap but um mm. I, I think they'd rather just run it with the the fourth kind of like what the giants did with daniel jones and then if they get to that point and are you know have to pay up like mm. the giants did with jones then that's what you do now the issue with Jones versus Rodgers is it you, you I mean I guess you probably know if Rodgers is going to play that final year and if Rodgers is only playing one year and he's done then you don't exercise Zach's option and you do the thing that they did with Daniel Jones if you have Rodgers for two years then that means you're not playing Zach for two years and that final like his fifth year will be the year Rodgers is gone so it kind of leaves you in a weird spot where you so is anyone going to pay have to f- him though if he hasn't played in two years is someone going to give him a big contract anyway I don't think someone's going to give him a big contract, but I think you'll see something similar to Jordan Love where they're like, okay, we saw a little bit behind, we saw behind the scenes and we saw the little bit against the Eagles. So I I think there will be opportunities where the Jets are up enough where they could put in, you know, Zach or someone else to kind of do a little mop-up duty at some point. I don't know. I'm I'm fascinated to see how it kind of all shakes out. Greenbean, where do you kind of fall on the Zach Wilson stuff right now based on where these quarterback contracts are going and saying – Two years time from now, we're probably going to have a $60 million a year quarterback. So you could be talking a third the price of a top tier quarterback for Zach Wilson. Um, I don't know. Where do you where do you fall on his fifth year option? I know we don't have to make the decision right now, but yeah. just kind of looking forward. <clears throat> well, a couple things. One is um, we got I mean, like you said, if he's even average, I think it mm-hmm. makes sense to do it because it's significantly cheaper uh then but but then do you think he's going to start or whatever you have to look at all that stuff i think Mm -hmm. this year is really big because nathaniel hackett doesn't know who he is right Mm -hmm. like so we don't know this new staff they don't really know who zach wilson is we got rid of elijah moore in addition to lafleur and benton and miles austin like they're all gone um so it's going to be interesting to see what they think i mean you know nathaniel hackett could say you know look this guy this i don't even know what the problem is with this kid he's amazing um, mm-hmm. And he could be hitting, you know, dropping dimes all camp and practice and everything. Or he could be like, uh, I can't reach him. He's lost. He's He's got mm-hmm. the yips. He's, you know, he's stuck one way or the other. But the only thing that I'll say in addition to that is even if you do the fifth-year option, if, Jack's, if, Jack, if Zach is feeling good, uh, he could just hold out too. 
he could say, I ain't playing on that. I mean, he could. So it doesn't really, mm. you know what I mean? These days, I don't know. But uh, I think, you know, if he looks good and they like him for after Rodgers, I think it's smart to do it. I think uh, I think you're probably right on that. Uh, Tone Zilla drops in with the Super Chat, says, long uh, lifelong Packers fan here. And here to say we do not claim the fans saying Green Bay has leverage uh, or that we deserve number 13 this year. Dig the show, by the way, guys. Well, we're glad to have you, Tonezilla. It's nice to have a, uh, a knowledgeable Packers fan in the, uh, in the chat. And mm. I think it's one of those situations where, you know, we've kind of been saying it. There's not really any reason for the Jets to get the deal done before the draft. I think a lot of people feel like it's going to get done during draft day because of the drama and everything that goes around it. And I would I would say I'd probably put my money on that. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't think the Packers have leverage right now. I think their leverage happens closer to training camp when there might be a little more pressure on the Jets to get the guy in the building. But yeah, I, I don't know. Greenman, where do you think, uh, you know, do you still feel the leverage is maybe Jets right now and swings back the other way? No, we've been talking about leverage for like a month and a half. Yeah. Leverage, leverage, leverage. I will say this, Tonezilla, you are officially uh, in the T-shirt giveaway. You qualify <laughs> with that super chat. So just know I'm keeping track. You're in, buddy. If you hang out all night, we do it at the end. Um, I see another tech uh, 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 chat message from you, too. You think, you know, you're going to get the second Corey Davis, Rutgert, and a fourth. Hmm. I, I don't know about all that. I mean, I, I think it's like there's just so many potential scenarios that we can, you know, explore. I mean, it's it's literally endless, right? I mean, there's hmm. there's just so many combinations, and we've done most of them. I, I don't see Ruckert going anywhere uh, hmm. in particular, uh, Ruckert. Even though they're bringing in all kinds of tight ends and this class is super strong and all that jazz, I still don't see Ruckert going anywhere. Uh, so hmm. I um, I'd be blown away. But as far as, you know, getting a, um, you know, like you said, you're not claiming the fans that that say Green Bay has leverage. I, I really do believe that this is all done. I mean, Rick Spielman came out uh, this past weekend and, and just kind of, he almost laughed. And he just said, like, well, what where's the maximum splash? You know what I mean? If you look at maximum splash, it's the draft. And just like Philly did last year and the Ravens did last year, like there, there were big trades during the draft it makes more noise it's more tension it's it's bigger Ooh, like you know you're on the clock and you're looking and then oh my god and do 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 and the thing changes who's it going to be and it's a whole bunch of stuff and then this way the nfl gets to squeeze every drop you know uh, all these guys just keep talking about this and that now ian rapaport came out today and said well it could happen next week too everybody don't forget we still have a whole another week and it's like, mm -hmm. I, you know, I don't know. I think it's done. I think that it's just uh, when they look at the maximum income potential, it's to drag this out till the draft, uh, squeeze, 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 and then we're going to see the trade. The trade's going to be a second this year, uh, maybe a second or first next year with a third comeback, or maybe it's a third this year and a first next year with, a, with some sort of comeback if Rodgers retires. I think it's all going to happen that way. It's going to be very realistic. But I do think Corey Davis is a part of the trade. And I think, uh, and rightfully so, I think it makes a bunch of sense on both sides. Um, so, yeah, that's what I got for that one. But, uh, yeah, don't forget, Tonezilla, if you want to wear a, 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 what was it, Wall Street Wilson shirt, 
Stick around. Oh no, we can. I'll send out the. I've been sending out the ejected T-shirt. I feel like that's there you the, go. the phone. Oh, did I? Did I tell? Yeah, I think I like told that. Matt and Greenbean. I said so. We had Blewett on here, Matt, a few weeks ago, and Blewett made mention of still having a Wall Street Wilson shirt and not having, you know, anything new to wear. So I was like, oh, I'll send him an ejected shirt. And I won't say anything. I'm just gonna assume he's got the same address that he has last time. Assume he didn't get any fatter than he already is. Uh, sorry, Joe. No, he's. <laughs> Right. I picked Make the same sure size shirt. Didn't yeah, I, yeah, I picked the same yeah. size shirt that he had, you know, uh-huh. last time. And I'm like, I'm just gonna send it to him. And I'm watching the tracking. I'm like, ooh, I was like, there it goes. Okay, it pops up. It's delivered. Okay, and I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. And like half a day later, he goes, Oh, did you send me a shirt? I was like, Yeah, I did. So I'm like really excited. Like, okay, cool. He's gonna wear it. And then he sends me a picture, <laughs> and it is not the ejected shirt at all. Oh yeah. It, oh my god. It was. <laughs> So apparently the drop shipper sent a, uh, it's a good day to integrate, integrate reflexes. <laughs> what shirt? I got no, idea. I don't know where it came from, but whoever was trying to integrate reflexes now has a Jets talk ejected shirt. I think we'll see. I don't know. I laughed That's at hilarious. it. I had to, yeah, I had to reach out and be like, yo, drop shipper. I don't know what you did, but make it right. Uh, Matt. Where, where do you fall on the uh, the Packers leverage? When do you think this trade ultimately gets done? Well, first I want to say Tonezilla is now my favorite Packers fan because I'm like, I don't know. The, ever since um, really the update on Twitter where there's the uh, for you section and the following, my for you section has like not because I follow these people and want to see it, but I just see the absolute most ludicrous Packers takes all day long on the timeline, and it drives me nuts. So this is a nice palate cleanse from our guy Tonezilla here. Uh, I I kind of like where he's at. I don't think it's going to be 13. I do think it's going to be the second rounder this year. I think the trade happens before the draft. Um, uh, it could be the earlier that day, um, but like I'd be stunned if it's like, okay, the Jets are on the clock at pick 13, and then the trade flasher comes up. Like, I don't think it's going to happen like that. Um, but uh, I also agree with Greenbean too that um, Corey Davis is going to be in the trade. I think it's uh, pretty pretty likely that he goes at this point. They talked him up a little bit. Green Bay even said mm-hmm. they are looking for a veteran receiver. Just seems to make too much sense there. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I I think the draft makes a lot of sense. I almost feel like they're waiting till the Jets are on the clock because if Corey Davis is going to be a part of this trade, I think there is a chance they're waiting to see if JSN is going to be there. Because I'll be honest, I don't really want to trade Corey Davis in this trade if we don't have another wide receiver because his, his number's really not that bad. Um, now, that being said, maybe the Jets are waiting for a few guys to be on the clock and then Corey Davis, you know, maybe goes oh maybe maybe we keep Corey Davis JSN's on the board Green Bay is willing to not ask for as much and we do that flip of picks to prevent maybe the Patriots from getting JSN I think that could be why they're waiting a little bit I mean I I really think I'm almost on a different level of squeeze the lemon uh green bean and I think that is more so because May June July there's not a lot going on in the NFL and to have this thing kind of hanging over the head. Now you got all the news stations talking about it. You know, jet fans are checking in on videos and comments and tweets, and there's still like a buzz about it. So there's, to me, that's, I get what you're saying, but the AJ Brown trade 
in the draft and the Marquise Brown trade in the draft, those don't jive, I think, with the same the same thing as Rodgers because of his contract and because of what's being asked for and the age of the player. I I don't know. I just if I'm Joe Douglas and I'm Robert Sala, I'm just sitting back and I'm saying, ah, you know what? Let's let's see what we can do a little bit later. I still like the idea of doing it post June first and saying, all right, it's a second round pick plus a conditional pick next year. But if you eat some of this signing bonus that you guys signed him to, we'll give you the unconditional 2024 first that you were asking for. Um, I think that's a carrot that we could dangle. I don't know. I would love for it to happen on draft day because we're going to all be like going nuts <laughs> when it finally goes down and we'll actually have the reaction like live when it happens. We'll see. Right. See, see where it all goes. Uh, eBoogie drops in and says, with the draft coming, Aaron Rodgers trade, Quinn and Williams contract, what else is there for the Jets to expect after? I don't think the Quinn and Williams contract gets done until the eve of training camp. This is probably going to be our Darrell Revis moment for hard knocks because uh, I do think the Jets wind up getting that. I do think the Aaron Rodgers trade happens a little bit a little bit sooner than that. And then after that, what are we going to talk about? Greenbean, after Rodgers and Quinnen's contract, what could there possibly be to talk about? Well, uh, there's plenty to talk about, man. We have all kinds of stuff with um, Morstead, and Morstead's going to be a big story uh, this this <laughs> This offseason, right? We got to see if he's an improvement over Braden Man. We got to look at that. Did you see they tried uh, to trade Braden Man? Yeah, supposedly he was close. <laughs> I got, That's hey, it. it's wintertime. I've got a bunch of snow. I'm going to try and sell you guys. That's, uh, that's hey, man, funny. Sold Blake Cashman <laughs> last year. I mean, that's true. Uh, you're right. Got to give right. it to Joe Douglas. I mean, look, you know, the thing is, dude, with Braden Man, it's a shame because he's young. He's going into his fourth year. He's got a super strong leg. He's great at onside mm -hmm. kicks. He's tackles. You know, he's all mm -hmm. those things. He can throw. He's, you know, he's thrown fake punts. And he just, just listed everything else but punting. Imagine at everything him not else being good at tackling, though. We'd have Trevor Lawrence if he was and, bad and at listen, tackling. Just, just to be clear, just so we're aware, go ahead and take five minutes and look over all the metrics. He's top 10 in like, I think it's like eight out of 10. I mean, the problem is the net, right? Which isn't all his mm. fault. And the other thing is the touchdown. You know, he's got, you know, the most returns for touchdowns and shit, which obviously he's has a part in, but I think it's his inconsistency. I mean, it's been three years of inconsistency, uh, even mm. including the injury his second year. You just can't, you can't live that way. And I get it, but it's a shame to give, you know, to just see a guy with that kind of talent go. Uh, and he's going to an organization that, uh, you know, they, I don't know how well they do with punters, but it's like they have a kind of a knack for squeezing that 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 little bit extra out of guys. Uh, and it's a shame. Mm -hmm. It just sucks. It sucks that it didn't work out. Morstead is fine, but Braden mm -hmm. Mann was ahead of him on most, in most categories. I remember. Yeah, it's the, it's the consistency, like you said, because yeah. it was, I mean, how many times do we see, wow, that was a great pun. That was a boomer. But like, oh man, now they have a chance to return it. He outkicked his coverage. Or he shanked one mm -hmm. off the side of his foot and it went 30 yards. And you're like, God yeah. dang it. This and you know, we sucks. did that when we were in the end zone. Like, it's like, you know, he uh -huh. had that, that, that knack for the wrong time, which makes it just, it puts a, a, a more glaring, you know, magnifying glass on the, on that inconsistency it's like dude all right if we if we ever needed that six yarder it's now 23 yards off the side of his foot 
fucking referee running up the sideline. You're like, stop, stop. Where is he going? He just keeps running. Here we yeah. are. <laughs> That's the worst. <laughs> when you see the ref just going like, he's walking, he's like, please stop. Please stop moving. Yeah. Come on. No, you can't no, go another five this? yards. Ten yards, what? <laughs> I still, they got to figure something like that out. They got to put like a, some sort of sensor on the sideline. Why are we still waiting? Guys like, I know exactly where it went out. You trust (laughs) me. I know it's going to keep running. Here it is. Like what? Where it was nowhere near that. They just think what they do, whatever they think. That's what I'm convinced, especially on that. Dude, it drives me nuts when you have the technology to be able to put a chip in the ball to know if you've gotten a first down, if you've gotten a touchdown, if you've gotten a ball out of bounds. Like, you have that technology and you're not using it. It's almost like I feel a different way than a lot of baseball fans. I think it's ridiculous that we still have an umpire calling his own strikes and balls behind the plate. I get the theatrics of it and, like, the sliding into home plate and stuff and, like, the calling, you're out of here. But, like... I'm sorry. Yeah. There's a consistent box that we could track digitally all the time, and everyone Ooh, would have the same boo, exact Ryan. constant. Boo, dude, I, dude. It, it, that sort of boo, stuff drives Ryan. me nuts. I look. I, there's boo. certain things in sports that I think are fun and I think are nuanced, but when it legitimately like is like, wait, wait, that's a ball, but the last guy that was up, that was a strike. Like, how does that? How does that work, Matt? I, w- I want to hear from you. How are you feeling about Ooh. like some of those little nuances in sports? Robot umps today, tomorrow, and forever, baby. Let's go. No more. Let's yeah, take the and human robot players. Robot players. Why? Why let these flawed humans swing a piece of wood at a leather-coated rubber band ball? Why? Just have fucking robots do it. Why have no, fans? No, no. We're talking. Robot th- watch the game. Green meat. I'm. A, I'm gonna throw gloves. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the mitts are freeze coming off. Freeze them. <laughs> Dude, freeze them. Freeze them. Freeze. I got to get back into my little TikTok. Ah, shut up. <laughs> no, freezing the robot. Come on. I'm sorry. You got to have consistency when it comes to certain things. The strike box, being able to measure first downs. Like, the, how many times have we seen, like, stupid, like, I don't know. It, like the ref runs in and they're like, oh, it's probably right here. Or there's a scrum at the bottom of the pile. You're telling me you can't like digitally trick. I love how Greenbean's yelling boo in the chat. <laughs> I got I, I to, we should, oh, you know what? Watch this. Here we go. Here we go. And boom. What? <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I have Evil. too much power. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> hey, you're frozen. Shut up over there, Matt. <laughs> what did what happened? What'd you do? <laughs> You'll find out in six seconds. Green bean, look, green bean uh, doesn't often go old man yell at cloud, but that was very old man yelling at cloud there from our guy Green Bean. <laughs> green bean, I put, I, I banned you to the shadow realm for three hundred seconds or whatever. Ah. Uh, Sorry. Uh, whatever. I don't know what 300 seconds is. It's a few minutes, I think. Five minutes? Six minutes? Six minutes. Yeah, so where's the like, Shadow Realm? Where am I? Uh, shadow Realms, I don't know. I, try posting. I don't know if you could post since you're a mod. You might be able to. Oh, you have been placed in a timeout. <laughs> <laughs> Put him on ice. Hey, no qualifiers <laughs> while I'm in the Shadow Realm, everybody. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I can't believe Ryan has turned into Emperor Asmin. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know yeah. I was Emperor Asmin. I want like a cool title. I don't have a cool title. Yeah, I think that's cool. 
Ridiculous Ryan. How's that sound? Ridiculous <laughs> Ryan. A little R and R never hurt anyone. Yeah, uh, Blitzcrew hops in. Says, "I hope Zach will make us pay this for him someday." Yeah, I would love to have that kind of issue, right? Like, oh man, you got to pay your quarterback fifty-one million a year. Yeah, I would love to have that issue. I mean, yes. we're just trying to trade for a guy that we can pay sixty million this year. <laughs> it's, come on. I don't know. Yeah, it's. I mean, eventually, you it got a hit on. I mean, I was saying you can't miss on a quarterback in the top five two times in a row, but here we are trying to trade for Aaron Rodgers now. So uh, maybe I'll be quiet. Maybe I won't say it's going to happen eventually. Uh, we're we got it. It's it's happening. It's going to be there. Uh, Michael Hobson. Michael says, you three are part of the most informative Jets podcast. You tell it like it is. You don't sugarcoat it. Jets fans since 1970s. Let's go. Michael, thank you for hanging out with us. That really means a lot. And we all, the three of us started the, our channels because we were sick of like ESPN ragging on the Jets all the time. We know there's a bunch of stuff wrong with us for like the last forever, but there's a lot of good things that are going on that the media doesn't want to cover because they get paid based on all their different, you know, rage things and they get jet fans to like get triggered immediately and now we're all on twitter or posting on different things and everyone's getting everyone's like making money off like the doom and gloom stuff but we're here to tell you like it is and some stuff is a little bit doom and gloom some of it is maybe a little more optimistic i actually had some jack wagon post on one of my videos he goes this guy's a homer i'm like hey asshole what'd you think this was a uh, uh, Just Talk 24-7 was talking about airplanes or something? <laughs> of course I'm a homer. God so dang it. Ugh. I know. That's funny, man. They're like, oh, well, you you always take this. I'm like, dude, I'm a Jets fan. I'm rooting for the Jets. I, I don't know if you uh, were paying attention. I want This is what I want. I want the Jets to be good. That's what I'm doing here. <laughs> Yo, I just, before, before I send it over to Matt real quick, uh, Lake Jet fan, uh, Kayuka Lake Jet fan says, when does this year's uh, content creator swimsuit calendar come out? That would be friggin' hysterical to see if we could get every all the Jet guys to do this and, like, donate the proceeds to charity or something funny. Dude, if I, I show my man boobs and belly, I want some of that cash. <laughs> yeah. We're going to need a payout. I guess that's fair. Right. I'll do charity 10%, for something else. Yeah. 10% for charity. 90%. 10, 10, yeah. Exactly. It's... it's <laughs> A portion of the proceeds. Tigo goes, I'm down. <laughs> oh, T oh, Tigo God. looks good. He's not worried about it. That would be so funny. What Where? month would you want? What's your what's your favorite? Oh, would you be a themed swimsuit month? Oh. Like, you know, you're in December. Are you wearing a little yeah. like ski bunny hat and like you know, I'm got December, your skis with you? A, well, I'll wear Santa Claus and uh Ooh, that's a good one. You would be a good Santa Claus. A little sexy yeah. Santa Claus action. I think that, right. that makes sexy sense, right? <laughs> you got the whole suit, maybe like it's bare chest or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll wear like uh like you know, Santa style chaps. What do you think? <laughs> the the front of front of the calendar is green bean like this, back of the calendar is the assless chaps on the back side. It's <laughs> yeah. oh terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> Well, if you Matt, saw what month would you be? Well, I I would say I would like either uh, April for the draft Ooh. slash my birthday or July Ooh. and just go like America Speedo, you know. Ooh. But I'm Ooh, definitely that's number one. one. I'm stuffing a sock in the Speedo. We gotta look <laughs> like they're packing heat. <laughs> and, it's never the first shot, Matt. The first one you send no. is never the first take. You got no, fluff no, it no. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, fluff it and. Uh, 
it, I don't know if you heard uh, Ryan Grieving's clip from earlier today. He we might need to not. get an audio version of this calendar because he got the the sex hotline voice down. I know. <laughs> it's beautiful. so funny. I'm glad nobody's watching it. I think I got like 16 views. But um, oh, I love that. I, I, it's funny. I almost uh, I did. I forgot I put that up. I I I wasn't gonna. I said, ah, let me just throw it up real quick. Now, now I got to go look at it after. This. I'm, glad, I'm glad you did. It was, uh, you did. hey, big boy. It made you hey, laugh. How you doing? If it made you yeah. laugh, I'm happy. Oh, it was great. Oh, my Highlight God. My that's day. amazing. If I had to pick a month, I think I would pick, I think I would pick like October. November is my birthday, but I've always loved Halloween. So doing something like ridiculous for Halloween would be kind of fun. So yeah. maybe that. <laughs> Halloween jack o' lantern chaps. Yeah, it'd go. be great. I'll, I'll, I'll paint like a big jet like thing on my stomach or something. I, I don't know. We could do something like that. We'll see. We'll we'll, yeah. we'll have our people talk to everyone else's people, and uh, we'll we'll make it maybe possibly never probably happen. But yeah, that's okay. It's all right. Agree, and all those people <laughs> will agree this should not be done. They'd be like, wait a second. Reach out to idea. Jet Central and Asmin and Richie, and they're like, fuck you guys. No, I'm not showing my <laughs> boobs on, <t> <laughs> on <Right>. TV. <laughs> they're like, get out of here, man. You're nuts. There's yeah, no sorry. Way. We're starting an OnlyFans. We said it was going to be a YouTube channel, but it's actually uh, yeah, more. It's an OnlyFans. More, oh, big, boy. <laughs> big boy. Big <laughs> boy. Hi, big boy. <laughs> oh, God. Ryan with a golf set. Yeah, I guess that would make sense. Perfect. I could I could do something seductive with a <laughs> with a golf club probably. Oh geez, Blitzcrew hops in. He says, "Good on Zach for being at training camp." Yeah, I would be upset if if Zach didn't show up because we were possibly trading for Aaron Rodgers. That would mean this whole thing just kind of went sideways. Um, I shouldn't say sideways, but I'd, I'd be kind of irritated at Zach. I'd, at that point, I'd want him gone. Um, so I'm glad he's there. I think it makes sense that Quinnen's not there. Greenbean, any thoughts on on Zach attending training camp? Well, look, if Zach's going to make it, you know, miserable every day for the starting quarterback, he's going to have to be there for voluntary. So I think it's very important that he starts now, like he promised us. He's going to make what he say? He's going to make it hell. He's going to make every day hell for the starter. So yeah, that's yeah. what he's got to do. I think, look, dude, he's got a new staff to impress. They're trying to develop. I'm sure Salah sought him, you know, sat him down and said, "Look, here's the deal, brother." Uh, we'll buy that you got a raw deal. Okay, Greg Knapp passed away. LaFleur and Calabrese mm. didn't really. We'll, we'll, we'll own half of this. You own the other half. We'll take our time. We'll push you to the back. We're going to put time into you, getting you right. Hackett has done this before. He's a good coach. He's, you know, he's developed quarterbacks. You just got to You got to play by the book. You, you know, you got to You got to You got to play ball with us. You can't be a squeaky wheel. That shit happens. You're out. You know what I mean? And uh, and I think that's kind of, you know, something to that effect probably happened. And, you know, Salah and everybody's been very supportive of him publicly. Nobody's thrown him under the bus except for letting them wear the Mike F and white shirts. Uh, that whole thing. That Other than that, which I think was a mistake. Um, hmm. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that they worked it all out. And I think Zach showing up is what he should be doing. I mean, what the hell can he be mad about, man? They gave him every mm -hmm. opportunity, you know, uh, even in the, with what his last game was the Jags, right? I think maybe when did he play? I don't even remember. Didn't anymore. no? Did he play the, till the end of the season? Because didn't Mike White get knocked out? Or no? Did White play the last oh, game? We I had the back. luxury of watching Joe Flacco in Week 18. How could you guys forget? 
Dude, I, I, I still remember. remember my brain that. shut off after that Jaguar game. I was like, I'm done. Checked Dude, out. I do not. Joe <laughs> like, Flacco oh. played again? I don't remember yes, Flacco playing the terrible. end of the year. That's brutal. Dude, I have no recollection of that at all. None. It's Same. completely erased. Do you oh remember the final score? What? No um, idea. Could he 11, totally six. checked out. What was it? What was 11? 11 6. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> was that the was that that was a dolphin game, right? Yeah, the last game of the year, 11 6. It was gross. Oh man. So I wonder boring. if I even watched it. I feel like I would have just been like, I watched this. It. Sure, I'm done. <laughs> I'm sure I, I watched, watched it. it but but, but like, right. I remember at the end of the Jaguars game, you know, Zach came in and he was getting that chance and it was under home crowd Thursday night after the Jaguars game, Steve Young, Zach Wilson's number one supporter who finally mm-hmm. watched the full Zach Wilson game. Cause it was national came out and said, he needs to be benched. He needs mm-hmm. to be pulled and he needs to get away. He, they, they need to push reset with this guy. And remember Zach's interview, it was like finally you saw the the reality. There was no more like, yeah. well, I gotta do this. He just said, guys, I don't, I don't know. I, I just, I can't get into a rhythm. I don't know what it is. Like he was yeah. completely dejected. He's done. I, I don't know. I've been throwing this ball since I'm a little kid. <laughs> I can fucking, I can hit it 80 yards away without batting an eyelid. I can't hit a screen. I don't know what it is, man. I, I'm lost. You know what I mean? And you felt for him. At least I did. So I think, sure. uh, you know, with the whole, you know, the whole Zach thing, it's just like, dude, what he's still a super young, crazy talented guy. If they can't shake him out of this yips thing, uh, then it is what it is. But they're going to give it a crack. And I bet by by week eight or halfway through the season, Nathaniel Hackett's going to know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Going looking at him in practice and seeing what he does and all. He's going to have a good idea on whether or not they have a chance on doing anything with him. And I think uh, that's what should happen. We just give him to a real coach, real coaching staff. Aaron Rodgers is going to be there. He's close with Zach. Best case scenario, man. If he can't do it, he can't do it. If he can, great. We fifth year option in him, and then we go to the, uh, we know we go to him as our starter after Aaron Rodgers is gone, and maybe he's great. Wouldn't that be great that he he ends up turning it around, man? It's rare. It's unlikely, but wouldn't it would be wonderful? It would be absolutely awesome, Matt. What are your feelings on uh, Zach attending camp? Yeah, he has no reason not to. I think he's got to be the good soldier throughout all of this. And if you're serious about turning your career around, like this is the stuff you have to do. You got to, you know, take it on the chin, you know, take your lumps, your QB two or three now, like just, you know, do do your job and hopefully you get a starting chance down the road. I'm, I'm with you guys. I think it makes sense for him to be here and, you know, kind of just hope you get your chance eventually down the road. Yeah, I think one of the one of the reasons, aside from Zach just not performing well, but I think part of it is, you know, he got handed the keys to the to the castle right as a rookie, and you have all these veterans that have had to fight and scrap for their jobs for their entire careers, didn't get anything handed to them. And then you have, you know, this the situation where this young kid just could not get out of his own way. Clearly the teammates kind of like there was a shift at some point. And the nice thing about the NFL is there's about a 30% turnover uh, roster-wise year over year. So you're talking in three years' time, assuming Rodgers plays two seasons, three years' time, Zach Wilson would be on the roster with only 10% of the same team he had at the end of last year. So there is something to be said for him earning his lumps throughout training camp. He's working with the backups. He's working with 
you know, all these other players and they're seeing him have to fight for his spot. I think maybe that's enough potentially to kind of get him over maybe some of the mental hurdles of things. Cause I think maybe knowing that your team is kind of like, Oh, you're the thing that's holding us back. That weighs on you. I think over, over time and you try to do too much with the ball. And I think we saw that happen with Zach, uh, a pretty good amount. Uh, the Milton Fung drops in with a $20 super chat. Love it, dude. Thank you so much. He says, I know it's crazy. A long shot. He's available at 13, but any chance Skaronsky can play center in the short term, he's hyped to be able to play anywhere. But if Dewan Jones or Anton Harris uh, Harrison is available in the second, I think I would try it. Hmm. That is interesting. I hadn't thought of that type of scenario where you maybe put Skaronsky at center. I don't like taking center in the first round, but you're not necessarily taking center, I guess. You're taking that guard tackle, a, a versatile offensive lineman. And then you draft someone a little later that's a little more suited to the tackle position. I'll be honest, I don't like that idea. I would prefer to go with Paris Johnson Jr. or... Um, or uh, what's the other one? Broderick Jones. Broderick Jones. I, yeah, or trade down and take another one. I like the center value in the second round. I like someone who has played center consistently. Um, that's an outside-the-box thinking, though. That's interesting. Greenbean, where do you fall on this? Skaronsky maybe playing him at center and then looking for a tackle a little bit further down. It almost sets up Becton to be like, hey, look, this is your prove-it year to be our tackle. We've got this other guy that could be our other tackle. You know, ah, it's interesting. I don't know. Well, Skaronsky played center, man. I mean, like, you know, he was mm -hmm. a center. That was He played all five uh, positions, didn't he? Yeah, he's incredibly versatile with his little tiny arms. Mm -hmm. uh, but I love Skaronsky. I I mean, look, I I really do think though you know, it's probably time the Jets, Joe Douglas just goes and gets themselves a nice premium style center. Just get a real mm. center. I see what you're saying. Uh, there are ways to kind of be creative and have some fun, but I think that's a that's risky. What what you're talking about, and um, mm. I would I, I think you know Joe Douglas taking that big swing on Becton with his first ever draft pick. I think that he's a little bit more inclined to take a safer approach rather than kind of taking these big swings. You know, Zach and Becton and. Uh, I think uh, you know. I, I don't know. I think if he takes Skronsky, it's going to be for a, for you know for tackle and and emergency. They can put him at center, kind of like ABT was being bounced around last year. Mm -hmm. But even that blew up in their face. So mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I don't think it's realistic. Uh, Val Milton Fung, Fung. Uh, I don't know if it's realistic, but um, I mean, you could, but I don't think so. Matt, where do you fall on this? You know, possibly if Skaronsky falls down to 13, do you consider taking him knowing you could plug him in at tackle or guard? He, he is kind of projected as a guard, I think is what most people have said. Um, but maybe playing center in the short term might not be the worst idea since that is the big glaring hole on the offensive side of the ball. I think in a year where you're going for it to draft someone in the first round and then play him at a position that he didn't play in college is crazy town uh i wouldn't mm -hmm. do that now, garter garter tackle is completely is is different 
Um, he's played tackle. He has the the size for guard, and that is an easier, I think, uh, transition. But I, I think that is taking a massive gamble. I'm not anti Skaronski. I think you take him, and he's good enough to play tackle or guard, just like ABT. But I don't think you're moving him inside to center. I'm with Green Bean. You got to just. There, there are a lot of good centers in this draft class who are projected to go in the second round that I think you just grab at one of those guys at 42 uh, and go from there. Yeah, I, that's that's kind of where I fall as well. You have the premium asset at 13 to get a premium position at tackle. You have a bunch of good centers in this draft. Take one with your second round pick. Don't screw around and start moving pieces around and saying, oh, well, this guy could have been good you know, over here. Let's uh, let's see what he can do on this side. Don't do it. I'm with you guys on there. But really cool outside the box thinking that I hadn't really considered. Uh, Vamilton, very uh, very good thoughts there. Uh, Ant Jets eighty two says Ryan, remember to give the shirt to Harry W. Harry W. Uh, reach out to me on Gmail. I don't have your information, but Ant Jets won the shirt last week. And he wants to give it to you. So Harry W., if you're listening to this, reach out to me. Uh, and you won a shirt last week. So definitely uh, definitely do there that. Is. Harry's in here now. There you go, Harry. Yeah, I thought I thought I saw his uh, name pop up. So, so Harry, definitely Harry's reach making out. Fun of me. He's making fun of me for chewing my pen. That's he all right. You can, chew, you can chew a pen. No, we I got to chew a pen. I'm not vaping. I want to kill myself. So what about this pen? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, this is the first time I've cracked a beer. Or, well, I shouldn't say a beer, a claw, in uh, in a little bit there either. So I feel like I've been, uh, well, different, I guess. Andrew Yale Hobson says, I'm hoping for a DeBrickishoff-Ferguson-Mangold-type draft. Yeah, I think that's where we're all kind of feeling. If you could emulate that draft and have your lockdown 10-year tackle and your, uh, you know, what was it, a nine-year center? Or no, it was, I guess, 11-year center in, uh, you know, whoever you take in the second round. I think we're all on board with that. Uh, Blitz Crew's asking, how much would we have to pay to stop that calendar? Ooh, yeah, maybe we, <laughs> maybe we advertise and say, oh, here's what's coming. Uh, you know, let's see if we can uh, raise some money for charity to not release it. <laughs> maybe. Let's see if that maybe. works out. 500 I, look, to stop it. How much do you think a calendar like that should cost? Do you think we should have people, like, we should pay people to, like, look at the calendar? <laughs> or <do you> think, <laughs> yes. Everyone gets a dollar who looks yeah. at my nips. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, whoever is buying it has problems. That's number one. Uh, number two, I think it would have to be, like, a dollar fifty. I would right. say, I, I saw fifteen ninety nine in there. $69. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. $6.99 you or go. something or like, oh, uh, that's pretty funny. Maybe it'll be uh 1969 and it could be the year the Jets won the Super Bowl, right? It's not the worst idea. $19.69. I think people would do it. I'd look at it. I'd, I'd have it right. But, uh, you know what? I'd, have, I'd probably have a bunch of coworkers that would buy it. <laughs> That's probably what would happen. They'd be like, oh, yeah, I got Ryan in my office now. Mike chimes in. He says, I'm not buying this calendar. You know, we thought about hanging it up, but, you know, one of those big, like, desktop calendars might be the way we should go. Like a real big image of uh, oh, sure. 
you know, green beans, green beans. Be great. <laughs> yeah, I know. It'd be good. I'm growing them too. I got my chickens, bro. I'm getting like 10 eggs a day already. It's crazy, oh, but cool. I have a whole dude. I'm going to be growing so many green beans. It's going to be sick. I have a whole section of green beans. It's nuts. That is so cool. So the, the house we bought uh, two years ago had a chicken coop and the the previous owners were like, we're taking the chicken coop with us. And I was like, ah, rats, it'd be kind of cool to have chickens. And I remember you got to like feed chickens and you got to like smell chickens. And like that part kind of scared me. And Becca was like, we're not doing chickens. I was like, ah, oh, but I like eggs. Like I, I, there's part of me that loves the like kind of prepper stuff where you're like, okay, well, like I can feed myself. Like we got garden and like nice, make a nice salad or like add some peppers to whatever we're cooking. Like it feels good to, to eat from what you've, uh, sort of harvested or worked on so i would like some chickens matt would you have chickens yeah, great um you know what i've been very into recently you ever see those miniature cows the little fluffy hmm. things run around i, I want to get me one of those i don't know i've had a weird week guys there's been a few times where i'm like there i'm like uh, half a second from just disappearing and go, like getting going on a farm in Montana and just like, <laughs> that's it for me. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. That was just, that was my vibe this week, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm in on the miniature cows. Give me one of those. Yeah. I, that's interesting. I, let's see, if I had to have chickens are a good one. Cause you, I, we use eggs all the time and it would just be so nice to be able to just have eggs. Like, especially when like the price of eggs are crazy. Nuts. Crazy. Right? Crazy. We used to, my dad used to get chickens uh, or used to get eggs. So he used to work um, probably like 45 minutes to an hour from our, our old house. And there was this, there were like three long warehouses where they just housed a, I don't even know how many thousands and thousands of chickens were in there. It could have been millions. Who knows? Like just zillions and yeah, zillions yeah. of chickens. We went there one time. He's like, yeah, you know, you get really cheap eggs here. It was like on the way back from work for him. And I went there one time with him and we were like a mile and a half down the road. And oh my God, the smell <laughs> from, from yeah. a mile and a half was so awful. But I mean, it was just conveyor belt, zillions and zillions of eggs coming down. And it was like 75 cents for a dozen eggs. It's like, oh, wow. Yeah, wow. Amazing. But you know, look, my, my chickens are organic, right? My eggs mm -hmm. are organic, free range, like nothing. Mm -hmm. I'm feeding them like, like like all of our scraps. I fed them bananas this morning, like bananas and shit. <laughs> but you got to give them like, you know, there's like a, I forget what it, I forget what my feed is. I, I forget what it is, but it's like a super great mm -hmm. high quality organic feed. And I give them that dude. And they're giving me, I mean, so far they've been here three days. I've gotten 30 eggs. Oh, oh that's my cool. God. Like, <laughs> that's insane. We had breakfast for dinner night, like last night. And I have three, I have like two, almost three dozen <laughs> eggs in there still how many chickens like do you have 15 wow oh that's a lot of chickens i'm gonna do get you got a big coop too. yeah you want to see it i do yeah i'll show you hold on that's if awesome. you go to my instagram right now you can go to my i put a little like look like three little instagram on my feeds back you'll see i we, we made a little video of like the whole i have like a little electric fence around it all yeah, my yeah. chickens and you'll see the coop the guy a friend of ours built the oh, coop on a trailer and he just drove it over oh well that's pretty cool yeah he's like now look it's on a trailer he's like i wouldn't take this thing cross country or anything uh but if, if you need to move it he can move it <laughs> but it's big he's, i neat. could fit i could fit uh 50 chickens in there easy if i want what no way 
that's got to be a lot longer than than the video makes it look. I think, right? That's a. Did you see? That's it? huge. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking. I just watched it. Very. Cool. Yeah, I mean, it's probably twelve feet long, something like that, maybe. Damn, there's, there's that's eight, awesome. There's eight laying bays, you know. But mm -hmm. it's a weird thing, dude. I got. I'm telling you, I'm actually looking into digging my own well, like hand digging a friggin' well. I don't know what happened. That's got to be brutal. <laughs> I'm gonna get a shovel. <laughs> How far down you got to dig to hit an aquifer? <laughs> Like that could be a long uh, way. My down. neighbor knows. My neighbor knows. Um, I, you mm. know, I'm I'm out here, dude. I'm out in the middle of where everybody knows shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> everybody knows shit out here, bro. I oh, want to yeah. learn. Like I don't want. I just I want my own water, dude. Anything happens, like electric goes mm -hmm. down, I want electric. Water goes out, I want water. My chickens, I want eggs. I'm with you, dude. You know what I mean. I like that. I so we don't have a generator right now because I we do have oh. a well here. I don't have city water or anything. Yeah. Um, but I. We've lost power a bunch of times. So obviously when you have your own well, you have a well pump. So when you lose power, you don't have water. So all you people that have city water, it's you gotta like, get a hand crank. Yeah, dude, it's it's a pain in the ass. Um, yeah. So we were looking at a generator to kind of keep the refrigerator and some other stuff going. Um, yeah, I, I like that stuff. I like being able to kind of rely on my own like knowledge of things that, that goes the same for fixing stuff. Like I hate calling repair guys. I'd much rather sit on YouTube for like four friggin' hours learning how to fix something and spend twice as much time as it would take to fix it just to get it done. Um, and save a few bucks and like just the thought of like, Oh, things go sideways. I know I can do it. Like that's kind of yeah, nice. That's, that's it. I mean, I got a generator. You know, what's funny, dude. I did like uh, I'm going to make the video too. I, I recorded all of it on Saturday. I had a couple dudes come over. Mm -hmm. I had a like a green bean becoming Virginian weekend, right? So I had guys come <laughs> over. I had to chop down a tree. So, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so I had all these guys. The one guy texts me. He's like, bro, like one guy has a cowboy hat on and, and you know, other guys, you know, he's, he's military. And, he, and uh, you know, so we had these three guys with beards and chainsaws. And he's like, dude, this is this is illegal in like fucking 20 states, what we're doing. And then it's like <laughs> afterwards, I made everybody lunch. We had sandwiches and we went in the backyard and shot shotguns and ARs. And it was like, I'm like, where am I? It's all in my yard. <laughs> <laughs> what am I? That's crazy. Everybody's just, that's very normal here. Do you have a yeah. wood burning stove? No, I'm going to though. Oh, dude, they're great. I have, I, we got one. That was one of the, not one of the reasons we got the house, but it was one of the things we really liked about the house was like, so we have trees that'll come down occasionally. And I like got fucking stumps like this big, like big logs that I got to go through the splitter, uh, you know, this summer, but like loads of firewood, that thing pumps out a ton of heat. Like we still have two, we have two 275 gallon oil tanks and like, I'll keep the house at like 73 degrees. So I'm just feeding wood into, the, <laughs> into this wood burning stove. And it feels so good. Cause it's like, you know, you know, I'm heating my house. Like power goes out. Guess what? The wood burning stove still works. Wood burning stove is still what, dude, it's right. It's, I mean, all that stuff, like we've become so reliant, very similar to how you're talking about. You want to see sports go. With all these fucking robots and shit like that, we totally got different. Totally in the wood different. Burning stoves. I mean, I've got oh, the right. I've got the smart home stuff that I turn stuff on and off. There's yeah, things that piss well, me off about it. Wait but. till those guys. Wait, wait till Google just says lock in everybody. You're like Google, <laughs> Alexa, open the door. No, <laughs> Alexa, open the window. No, that's what's gonna happen. You'll see, oh, no. I'll see. dude. Internet goes out. It's 
I got it pencil sucks when you have like. So I, I got to get like the Hue lights or something because those things are supposed to be way better than like these knockoff brands that I've been buying. You oh, they're I got awesome. a zillion and devices on my Wi Fi. They're amazing. What was that? No, they look great, dude. I I actually had those hues for uh, like I had a mm -hmm. small little set for behind the TV. Yeah. Uh, oh, I love the lights down. behind the TV. Oh, yeah, it's my favorite thing, dude. It's like it's a built-in nightlight and like the contrast difference. Oh, I know we're not talking about jets, but <laughs> but this yeah, we are. this is where you get to at this point in the this night. I know. What are we gonna do? Can't make yeah. shit up, can we? You guys want to no. talk? Hey, who's got uh, who's got leverage in the Aaron Rodgers trade? Right <laughs> oh, <now? laughs> stop it! No. I think the pellet stove and the wood stove are way better than the the talking <laughs> leverage at this point. I feel like everyone's probably sick at this. Oh, everybody's oh, sick of us. God. It's, Ryan's it's gonna be churning thing. his own butter with a a bonnet on soon. I don't I'm know how to do. You, I don't know dude, how to turn I my own butter. Be surprised. I I've made. I have. Um, I look. I am I am a little gardener. I have a green thumb. I think I do at least. I'm pretty pretty decent at it. But like I love growing our own stuff. Doing our own stuff, having our own like stuff. Being off the grid. I if I could do solar panels on my house, I would do solar panels on my house too, but unfortunately like the was it the south facing side of your house when you're up in the northeast, unfortunately I have like windows and <laughs> and like dormers or whatever. So like I can't put any solar panels. I'd have to put them like in our front yard. I'm like, ah, I'm not going to do that. That just sucks. I'd love that. I, I want to do the solar too. I have generators, but I want to do, uh, I want to do the solar, but the whole thing, like you can, the government will give you your things for, for it's not, it's not real. You know what I mean, no, like, it doesn't some work like of that. It is, there's, there's subsidies. I mean, there, there, there mm -hmm. is stuff like you get money off, but you still got to put a whole bunch. It's, it's not cheetah. Yeah, mm -hmm. my, my neighbors have them. They lease their solar panels and they pay, you know, a little bit less than they would their electric bill, which I guess makes sense in the end. If you're paying a little bit less and you're doing it like in a, a green way, it's probably not the worst decision. I don't know. Red John yeah. hops in. He goes, the four quarterbacks, the three offensive tackles, Carter Anderson and JSN are gone. Who are you taking Green bean, take it easy on that pen. LOL. Um, hey, <laughs> chew the shit out of it. You you chew whatever you oh, want. Yeah, <laughs> um, okay, let's see. The four quarterbacks are gone. All three offensive tackles. Carter, Anderson, JSN. Who am I taking? Hmm. Because at that point, you're talking the best corners are on the board. Let's say both corners are off the board too, because that almost eliminates the trade down situation. I feel like um, I've heard a lot of people start talking about like you know Pittsburgh trading up to get a corner or something along those lines, and the Jets maybe sliding back. I kind of like that idea. Um, if that happens, if 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 what you're saying, Red John, happens, I would be trying like hell to trade out if I couldn't and I needed to make the pick there. Oh God! Now I, let me look at Tankathon and just see what the see who's on this board, so that way I'm not like this is, saying something stupid. I think that's a All worst right, so, case scenario, right? That so is the four quarterbacks. So Tyree Wilson would still be available in this situation. All the corners. So Gonzalez, Witherspoon. Um, yeah, man, that's. You know what? 
if I'm forced, because it's, it's looking like an edge rusher at that point. So you're probably looking at Tyree Wilson. He's ranked the fourth player overall on Tankathon right now. But man, Nolan Smith is 16. I love me some Nolan Smith. I, I, I can't Gross. get the Jets. I can't wrap Whoa, my head around it. Right, Matt? Oh, is Hold on. I was wrong. Jeremy in the chat says, can't see for sure the defensive tackle. That's yes. probably the right move. That was my, I was going to say that. That right. was going to be that's my answer. Yeah, that's the right one to do. Ryan, why are you doing this Nolan Smith stuff? He's a 3-4 oh, Every year I fall in love with the player, and there's like no reason for the Jets to go after Nolan Smith, but dude just reeks and oozes leadership. Like, if you could find a home for him, and you think he can replace what Quan left, and he could be your your other linebacker, or maybe he can slot into wherever CJ is afterwards if he can fill that kind of role. Dude, the personality is like everything I want in a football player. But it's just the it's the position doesn't make any damn sense for us. That's my issue. I know we looked at the spider chart last time. He's a <laughs> it broke my brain. Uh, yeah. I have that implanted <laughs> in my I can't forget that. Uh I, I just thought, what? Where is he going to play? What what position is he going to play? That's we'll put that's him at free safety. Nah, you, you, you're not. <laughs> he has you, the you, size you, to play free safety. He's like two twenty five. He's, he's yeah, you, you slot you. him in at linebacker and you let him do his thing. Just let him, let yeah. him, you know, replace Quan with him. That's what I. Yeah. He's going to be an off defensive linebacker? tackle is the right move. I'm telling you, yeah, it's fuck just, yeah. Look, why not? I mean, every year there's a guy that blows up the combine, and and a lot of the time they don't amount to very much. It's just the way it edited is. Dude, he would have been a, a top ten pick if he didn't get hurt. He's he's like hey, really frigging good. Yeah, is he putting on thirty pounds too? Like how? Does he need he's to? Like, how heavy are how heavy is Quan? How much is Quan Alexander weigh? Take a look. Yeah, but he's not a linebacker. He's gonna he's an edge rusher. He's got. Yeah, but I'm shy. I think he would play linebacker. I think that would. Happen. Why the fuck is this not going? Okay, let's see. Quan Alexander. Huh? Stats. Give me something. What the hell? Is my, like, internet not working right now where I, <laughs> I don't we're have, like... Air, actually. I think we're not. Oh, I was going to say, I was like, what the heck? I don't know. <laughs> Someone find out how much Quan Alexander weighs. Uh, Yeah, give me a second. Because Nolan Smith is 238 at six foot two and a half. Uh, not as much. 230. Okay. And how tall is he? 6'1". All right, so he's bigger than uh, than Quan. So you're changing, you're going to make this the your edge rusher uh, inside linebacker? Well, I'm going to make him an outside linebacker. Quan's an outside linebacker. Yeah, 4'3", outside linebacker. Like, that's, that's basically inside linebacker adjacent. Sure. Yeah. We're, we're making Skaronsky a fucking center. Sure. Why not? I was stupid too. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> I, I've lost oh, my marbles. Oh my God. Come on. Ugh. Oh my God. Blitzcrew hops in. He says, I really would, uh, would like not to have a rookie starting offensive line with Aaron Rodgers need vets to start the season. So... So he's probably on board with Ben Jones at center, Brown at left tackle, 
so Blitzcrew, let us know in the chat if you don't want an, a rookie offensive lineman to start. I would assume maybe you're not looking tackle at a at at thirteen, and then you're not looking center in the second round, or are you just hoping maybe they they sit and uh, learn a little bit would still take them. I don't know. What do you think, Matt? Rookie offensive lineman, you concerned with them being in front of Aaron Rodgers? Not if they're good. Uh, I think right. if they're, if they're <laughs> come in and play, right. that's a great well answer. Said, man. <laughs> Sorry. I know that was a really uh, – yeah, but like if they could come in and play right away, like I don't know. I'm comfortable with any of the three offensive tackles who you know we've talked about a bunch at 13. And if it's a center like John Michael Schmitz, I think he could come in and play right away. If it was – Tipman or Whipler, then yeah, uh, sign Ben Jones, have him start, and if he inevitably gets hurt or has concussion problems again, then you can go to the center uh, at some point midseason. But I- I'm not really concerned because I think there's a chance they could be immediate impact guys. Creamy, what about you? Are you a little concerned about having rookie offensive linemen uh, starting in front of Aaron Rodgers? Nope. Let's take a look. Are you guys are you guys upset if Linderbaum was in front of him or or Creed Humphrey? Anybody concerned? If no, good, but there's a few good. other bad offensive linemen that I might be a little not, concerned about. Well, not at the top of the uh, – I'm saying, like, when you talk about, you know, like, we can't have a rookie center in front of him. Uh, Mahomes mm-hmm. had a rookie center in front. He's fine. You know what I mean? Lamar mm-hmm. had a rookie center. He looked pretty damn good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like I think, you know, if you're if you're waiting until the fourth, you, you, yeah, all right, we got a different story. But if you're taking one at 42 or 43 – I think you're mm-hmm. going to get a, a, a slam dunk center to um, so mm-hmm. make sure, you know, you trust your staff to get the right guy and all that shit. But if, once you do that, man, I don't have a concern in the world um, uh, as far as that. Again, unless you're waiting till the fourth or fifth round and sticking that guy in here. Uh, hey, we signed Cedric Abuyi today. Anybody remember? That was good. I did. I like that. It. Good depth Maybe. signing. Let Hell him yeah. uh, earn his salt. Maybe be the the swing tackle. I'm okay with that. Uh, before I get into uh, Isus and Blitzcrew, Dom C dropped in real quick. He says, in fairness, Nolan Smith is a stand-up outside linebacker and is a phenomenal run defender. Georgia used him all over the field. Love the traits. Hate the fit for our defense. Kalijah Kansi all day in that scenario. Yeah, as right. soon as uh, as soon as I saw Jeremy say that, I was like, ah, yep, that's that's the move. That's the right one. That's the correct answer. If they had a three-four defense. We might be having a different conversation about it. Totally. Nah. Well said. Nah. 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 <laughs> I don't care. You guys are both wrong. <laughs> I tell Jesus. you, though, no, last year it was sauce for Ryan. So, say, Dude, man, I, you're, you know, look, you have every right to speak this way about your boy. Well, well see, I there, I have sauce and I had N'Kobe Dean. Those were the two that I really liked last year. And then, yeah. you know, the secondary guys, Pickens, I really liked, really big fan of Jamison Williams. So, like, there's certain guys that I, I fall in love with that I'm like, all right, this guy's going to hit. And Nolan Smith is someone I would love to find a home for, but it, it just doesn't make sense with where our needs are. It doesn't line up. So I, I agree with you guys. Um, Isus The year before in. it was Zach, right? It was your boy. And the year before that, it, it was Lamb. That's who it was. Oh, dude, I was all about C.D. Yeah, Lamb. remember that, so, Matt? So, Thanks, yeah, Lamb guy. That would have been that would have been the pick. I mean, well, Worfs should have been the pick, I oh, guess, because at the time, like this is some some revisionist history. I was big on CD Lamb. And I was big on Justin Jefferson. Those were the two guys I said I was like these guys are gonna be really freaking good. Last year, I was all about Pickens. Greenbean and I were about Pickens. Oh, 
There was something really, you know how on Instagram now they share like memories of like old stories. There yeah, was yeah. a memory that popped up. I don't know. I think it went away. I don't know how to find it after you viewed it. So no one's going to believe me, but it was a mock draft from like two years ago. And I had the jets trading up to 17 and drafting Justin Jefferson after taking what draft was that? 2020? 2020, 2020, 2020. Yeah, that's right. 20. I think it was Andrew Thomas and Justin Jefferson were the two picks. Wow. Like, yeah. Man, that would have been something. <laughs> Spot on. Dude, that wide receiver class was filthy. Dude. Yep. Awesome. Filthy. The tackle class was pretty good, too. I mean, it just sucks that Makai Becton got hurt because Werfs is really good. Andrew Thomas is really good. Who's the other guy? Wills? Well, Wills Andrew, Thomas decent, right? three, Andrew Thomas took three years to get it. You know, he did, but I think you he's know, gonna. Uh, Wills, Edric Wills, he's is probably the. Would you say Thomas is the best of that class right now? I mean, I don't know any of the later guys. No. If any of those guys turned out, well, I'll good, tell but. you something. Wait, I want to tell you. We think we got a bad deal. Uh, I'm gonna tell. I just I can't remember his name. Um, but Wills? Thomas is. No, no, no. The guy, the biggest bust of of the tackles. Um, but he was uh, Andrew Thomas' right tackle in college. Hold on. A Tennessee Titans. Uh, hold on. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Isaiah was, Wilson. Yes, that yeah. was awful. He was like Dude. cut after like not even one year, wasn't it? Could you imagine if that was the Jets? Ugh. That just quietly they were like, man, they traded him to the Miami Dolphins, I think it was for a for nothing for a, a next year's seventh, and then in a month the Dolphins cut him. That's yeah. how much of a shit show that guy was. And that was a first-round pick, dude. It was pick 29, yeah. but it was a first-round pick. But what we all talk about Becton. Like, mm -hmm. Becton's still got a shot. He's still, you know, it's like, I don't, if that was the <sighs> dude, Jets just, and we had to give up on a first that quick, dude, we'd still be hearing about it. Dude, Becton was so good. If he's just healthy in this new offensive system, I there's like – we talked about it last year with the potential of the defense because of getting guys back like Carl Lawson, Vinny Curry, LaMarcus Joyner, like having those types of players actually come back. And we saw the impact that it had on the Jets defense this year. The offense, because of the offensive scheme, you got Denzel Mims, Zach Wilson, Lakin Tomlinson. Uh, you could argue all the tight ends. And it was going to be Elijah Moore. But all these guys have this potential that – you know, is all of a sudden could be recognized because of this new offensive scheme. And yeah, just it, that sort of reminds me of, of all that. Um, I guess if that makes sense. Yeah. So hopefully the switch gets, gets a little bit more out of our guys. All right. Isus Hobson says, if a rod is reworking his deal, would the June 1st deadline be a mute point since, uh, he would probably have the $60 million bonus lowered or taken out completely and reworked as a signing bonus. So the $60 million bonus is a signing bonus, uh, kind of. The way it works is once that deal, once that option is exercised and it's currently assumed to be exercised, that's why his cap number isn't astronomical right now. And that's be, that's for cap purposes. That's so teams can sign more players. That's so like everything kind of works out the way it is. So once it's declined, it shoots up. So it's already going to be that uh, bonus. If I was Aaron Rodgers, I don't think I would try to remove that because that's part of your guaranteed contract that you, you negotiated last year. If it were me and I were the Jets, 
the June 1st deadline opens up a little bit more cap space for the Green Bay Packers, which allows them to eat some of that signing bonus, some of that $60 million bonus that we're talking about. Because once he's traded, that has to accelerate to their cap or, you know, obviously they're not exercising it, so it's going to hit the Jets. So if we can get them to eat, let's say, $20 million of that and we guarantee, hey, you're basically buying a first-round pick for $20 million and the Jets are going to have $40 million in dead cap at the end of this contract rather than 60 That sounds a lot more attractive for me and with all the, the players that we could have coming up and being signed in 2025, 2026. Um, so we have heard Aaron Rodgers said, I think he said on the Pat McAfee show where he's like, yeah, you know, it's likely that we would have, that I'd have to rework my contract. So yeah, who, who knows that June 1st deadline could alleviate a little bit of pressure. Massage. And there, Did dude, there's part of me, yeah. part of me would love to see Rodgers sign a contract like maybe he's like uber motivated and he does these one year deals um you know a similar similar style of contract but like maybe he's willing to potentially play for 3 4 5 years who knows like this guy could keep going for all we know and we give him the option we say hey we're going to rework your deal and we want to have you know an out after let's say after 2 years like we would have anyway and then you could either move on to your new team or if we really love Zach, we want to kind of see where, where this sort of goes. And, you know, if not, it's like, hey, let's keep going with this. Let's try to win as many games as we can with a, a Hall of Fame quarterback while we can, a la the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So, Greenbean, what do you think? You think Aaron Rodgers reworks his deal yeah. and do you think it stays as a two-year contract or, or how are you feeling on the possibility of reworking him? Well, I think that, yeah, I think that's part of it. I, I honestly believe that um, there's all sorts of collusion happening, right? Uh, they allowed us to speak with them. But I think that they talked about all this stuff. Like, dude, what's realistic? Here's what we need to make this work. And I don't mm -hmm. think it's as as secretive and contentious as, as we're being led to believe. Uh, I think, obviously, mm -hmm. both sides want to do well. You know, I, I get it. But I think... Um, yeah, he's like like you mentioned. He's openly stated, you know, look, my contract is kind of ridiculous. You know what I mean? But that's mm -hmm. uh, you know, the Packers signed that shit. I mean, I don't even know how you could possibly put in writing, yeah, if this happens, we owe a hundred and we have a hundred million dead cap. Like that's this. There's just no way you ever allow that to be written. But they did. But I think he will. I I I think he'll rework it to some degree. You guys know numbers aren't my thing. I'm not going to pretend to have answers on the specifics for you. Ryan's good at that. Um, but um, you know, I think it's very very possible because, you know, just like he was rumored to be saying, you don't don't give him the first round pick. You know, like there's no rush. You know, you don't have to do that. Um, I think you know he would love to see those picks be used to help him win. He wants to come here and win a Super Bowl. Let's make no mistake. Matt, how do you feel about the Aaron Rodgers contract and reworking it? Yeah, I definitely think it makes sense to rework it, especially like when you get down to the void years for the Jets potentially in 25 and 26. Like that's really when I think the reworking is going to have to come into play, not necessarily for the next two years, because I think those cap hits are fine for the Jets. But um, I, I don't know if I buy the the June 1st as being the the target like you have to wait until june for this to get figured out uh, i think you can get done before then i guess really the uh the big one is just 
training camp like you know with any of these things mm-hmm. everything has to get done before training camp but um i i would anticipate at some point the deal is gonna get reworked i don't know if it'll be before the trade necessarily i think it definitely happens after the trade but man it would be really cool if like what if he signed like the Brady deal and he's like, yeah, I'm good with 25 million a year. Let's go win some rings. And all of a sudden that like monster contract that we were all terrified of becomes like an amazing cap savings. <laughs> now I don't, I'd have to look at Brady's contract and how it all worked out and what he ultimately got fully paid. And Rogers has never really been one to take less money in the past, but um, him willing to rework it to be flexible with some of our cap situation would be uh, very, very uh, solid for us. Blitzcrew Hobson says, I hope we get defensive tackle Benton in the second round if that means we don't trade up for John Michael Smith and we get a different center. Yeah, I'll be honest. I don't really want to trade up into the first round. I would I would love to, you know, obviously make, you guys know, I want to make the trade for Rodgers after the draft. So I want to use 13, 42, and 43. And I like the idea of not trading up and getting offensive tackle center and then one of defensive tackle, linebacker, safety, wherever you sort of see the value. I think defensive tackle and safety are the two that kind of stick out to me because you could get one of like the top two or three best safeties in the draft at that point. Um, With defensive tackle, you're probably looking, you know, right around five or six. Maybe six, kind of depends who who winds up going. Greenbean, how do you feel about the Jets using their picks and looking for maybe a defensive tackle in the second round if they're not trading up to go get a center? Wait, so, wait, I'm sorry. Say the trade again. I just lost. So let's say the Jets, um, let's see. So... Blitzcrew saying, I hope we get a defensive tackle in the second round, even if that wow. means we don't John trade Green. up for John Michael Smith and we get a different center. So he's basically saying, we're keeping both our picks. Right. How would would you prefer mm-hmm. to move up to get John Michael Smith or would you prefer to maybe sit tight and make all three selections? I, I Well, I like Keanu Benton, but that's not... There's a couple other guys that I would prefer. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, look, it, it all depends. I mean, look, I think what we have to remember is we don't have a center. I know we have, what's his name, from the Ravens. And, you know, we got we got a couple guys that, that, that play center. But nobody's a, a quality NFL starter, right? We don't have mm-hmm. one. So that is, to me, need one. That's our, going into the draft, it's need one. Now, that doesn't mean you use your first on it because of positional value and all those kinds of things. But so if the Jets are looking at that, let's say they have John Michael Schmitz as the lone first round grade. They're not going to use 13 on them. They they can't slide back to 20, which is where they'd want to do it. Um, they might choose to trade up and get him and, and lose one of those. But the thing is, like, you're not losing the second round pick, right? So if you use 42 and you jump up and you throw in a fifth to get up to 20, whatever, just in the same similar what to what we did last year. We did it twice, right? We did it in the late first, and we did it in the um, you know, to jump up a few spots in the second as well. So um, you know, I think it it all depends. You know, like if if you have, let's say you have Tipman and 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 Stromberg kind of right in the same pocket as JM, you know, JMS, I, John Michael Schmidt. Uh I you know I'm losing JSN, my we got I some know, GBs for Green Bean and Green Bay the the, the initials uh, the acronyms you know, are killing us. 
Yeah, I'm surprised I got it right. I'm like, JMS, I'm like, in my brain's like, you said that wrong. Just stop doing it. Stop <laughs> using initials. You don't know what you're doing. That's my brain saying. Stop it. Stop it, old man. Um, but uh, yeah, so I mean, I, it, it, it all depends, man. Now, me personally, I happen to love John Michael Schmitz. I really like a, a few centers. Though. I love Avila. I really like Stromberg, Whipler, Tipman. I, I love Patterson. So I think there's quite a few that I would really like. I'd, I'd be very happy with. That said, I do believe John Michael Schmitz is the best center. And again, it's need one. So if you need to use 42 and a fifth to get up to get them, use 42 and a fifth, man. That's how I see it. Because you're not like trading it away. You're using it. That's that's what it is. You know, people, I, I get into these conversations all the time. Like, oh, we gave away our first or our second. It's like, mm, you used it. That you just also used the fourth to move up and make it a first. We didn't trade away the second. We used it. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. uh, it's a, it's the pick anyway. The, and the player that we wanted wouldn't be there. So uh, I'm a big fan of it. I really would love to think that John Michael Schmitz will make it to 42 and Kalijah Kansi's sitting there at 43 or something. I'd love to think that. I don't, you know, that's pipe dreamish. But that's that's how I think. Matt, how do you feel about using our top three picks? Would you prefer to move up for the center and get the guy you want? Or how would you use your picks? I would stay at 13 and 42, but I would trade back with the second pick and try mm -hmm. to pick up a third round pick. I'm not saying mm. you have to move back crazy far. Maybe you drop back 10 spots, 12, something mm. like that. You pick up an additional um, pick that way. But I, I'm imagining I'd want something along the lines of tackle center and uh, interior defensive line with those first three picks. And then beyond that is depth, that safety, linebacker, potentially wide receiver, depending on if you are able to land a veteran or, or what you want to do there. Um, so there are still other needs that you can fill. But I think if I am to move, it would be back with one of them to try to recoup that third. Uh, Dan Philcox has some uh, acronyms for us. JSN, JSM, uh, all gas, no break. New York Jets, AVT, LDT, Green Bean, let's fucking go, WTF, OMG, LOL. Green Bean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so funny. It's Green Bean. It's never going to be Green Bay. Never, oh, ever, it. ever going to be Green Thank you, Ryan. I love it. Thanks, guys. You guys are the best. <laughs> <laughs> Knob Craft, Volume 2, The Comeback. You missed a great opportunity, Knobcraft. Volume 2, Electric Boogaloo, is absolutely what it should be. Um, but that's okay. You're forgiven. Uh, Ryan, that's the wrong jersey. I know. It should be a Jet jersey. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Uh, Adam S. He hops in. He says, can't you designate a trade June 1st? No need to wait. Uh, you can't. From my understanding, I think Dom C was the one telling us that uh, in the past. But what you probably could do is create some really weird, obscure, like, things that happen. Like, okay, well, Aaron Rodgers comes as of June 1st, and if the Packers don't trade him, they have to give up, like, three first-round picks or something stupid like that. Like, the, almost like the way the Jets worked the Brett Favre deal, right? Where if the Jets traded for Brett Favre and then flipped him to Minnesota, the Jets would have had to give up three first-round picks. Now, I've never seen a trade other than that 
work that way. So it would be poetic justice to have something happen the same way with an Aaron Rodgers trade, you know, 13, 14 years later. Um, Matt, what do you think about possibly figuring out some sort of way to work in a designated June 1st trade? Rangers are up for nothing, by the way. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's the wrong, I don't think it's the wrong <laughs> jersey tonight. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, sure. I mean, Joe Douglas has done some creative things when it comes to trades. Uh, no one thought he was going to be able to trade Blake Cashman for picks. Um, he got better value than most people assumed he was going to for Sam Darnold and Jamal Adams and all, all these guys. So uh, I'm not going to doubt our guy Joe Douglas. And if he wants to try to get it to a designate post June one deal, then great. So, you know, so be it. I'm sure he could figure that out. Uh, that's not a make or break thing for me in this deal, though. Yeah, just getting the quarterback in here would be uh, – beggars can't be choosers, right? And we've been missing out on quarterbacks forever. I think just getting them in is probably the uh, the most important thing here of all. Uh, now, I want to talk a little bit about Mekhi Becton's fifth-year option. It is coming up this just past the draft. Uh, I believe it's May 1st is when we have to exercise his option by. It's $13.5 million. And should the Jets exercise it based on where contracts could be heading? Or do the Jets tell Becton, hey, prove it deal. Let's figure out figure out what you're worth. Stay healthy. Prove it to us you can play. Then we'll give you the contract after that. Is it based on draft picks and who is falling? If the Jets can get a tackle at 13, maybe they, they feel more comfortable not exercising the option. I'm of the opinion that I would rather pay a premium for proven success than guarantee someone who has been injured the last two years uh, a fully guaranteed for-injury type contract of $13.5 million. So just to, to kind of put it out there, 13.5 is what Becton would get on the fifth-year option. Right now, the franchise tag for an offensive tackle is $18.4 million. So you're talking a $5 million premium potentially is what you could have to tag Becton with at that point. I would rather go that route personally. I would rather franchise Becton if he proves he's like all world stellar at the end of this season than guarantee his fifth year option right now. Greenbean, what say you? Well, how much is the franchise tag for tackles? 18.4. So right five now, million it might be more. a little call it call it a little bit more, maybe. You know, let's let's call it five, six million dollars more than his fifth year option. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the truth is, it's hard to commit to him, dude. It is. It's it's hard. He's played three quarters in in two years. You know, the last time we saw him really finish a game was like two games before the end of the season, his rookie year. And that's crazy. Like you can't fifth year option a guy like that. Now, me, I probably would because thirteen million dollars is crazy town, and you can let him know, like, hey, dude, we're gonna do this for you. Uh, we believe in you, you know, everything, but like in the event you're playing well, don't give me any shit like with the, you know, with the holding out or this and that, like this is for you. I'm guaranteeing you this no matter what happens. I'd have to have that conversation with them, but I don't think the mm. Jets are going to do it. I think, I think they're just going to say, Hey, just like you said, look, you're mm. under contract this year. We're not going to pick that up. If we like what you're doing, we'll give you an extension. Or and if that doesn't work, like you say, you can you can franchise him. See if he makes it through two seasons healthy, because um, mm -hmm. it seems like a long shot. Poor guy. I mean, he just turned twenty four today, right? Is it his birthday mm -hmm. or was that yesterday? Yeah, today. Yeah, I don't. 
Matt was saying it earlier. Think think about that, man. He was a 2020 draft pick, and he just turned 24 today. It's Mm -hmm. insane. So, you know, I don't know. But I I don't think they're going to pick it up. Even though it saves you a bunch of money, um, I think that they're going to let him ride it out and then see if he makes it through the season. Matt, how do you feel about Becton's fifth-year option? Uh, I don't think you can possibly do it. Uh, I'm rooting like hell for the kid. I think it'd be great if he was able to uh, come back and play and, you know, start, stay healthy this year. I think that'd be fantastic. But he hasn't played in two years. You you can't give him guaranteed money for next year. And, like, what if he gets hurt again for a third year in a row and you already guaranteed him $13 million? Look, if you have to franchise tag him and it costs you an extra $5 million against the cap, so be it. I'll deal with that at this point. But there's a very po- real possibility you're guaranteeing almost $14 million for someone who could get hurt again. So um, I'm I'm passing on that. So I guess let's, let's shift gears a little bit to the other line on the defensive side. I didn't make a graphic for this. I probably should have. Quinn and Williams' contract. Uh, we heard rumors he might be looking for 23 to $25 million. I heard... Uh, things out there as far as, oh, well, if the Jets re-sign Quincy Williams, he'd be more willing to take a little bit of a discount. Um, I don't know how much I I really buy that. Maybe he said that and I just totally missed it. Um, Where do you think, Green Bean, where do you think uh, Quinnen Williams, price-wise, should fall? Well, before all these guys started getting signed, uh, I thought he was going to be... 21 22 Mm -hmm. you know what i mean something like that but i feel like i mean i i do think he's gonna want to be it's funny with this position like nobody's even saying he should get more than aaron donald it's like second best that's the top of what you can do while aaron donald is here it's like you can't Mm -hmm. you can't get paid more than him um but uh i think that he will i think that whatever it takes to get him to second i think is what it's going to take so probably somewhere in the area of what is it 24 i think beats it 20 23 and change 23 to 20 so simmons i think got what 23 5 something like that yeah so Mm -hmm. 24 you know i think that's what'll do it but i think and but i think like they know they're gonna sign them so just do it i don't know why we got to watch them not show up i don't know why we have to do this you guys know i'm a joe douglas supporter i like most of the mm-hmm. things that are going on but i don't like this man like you know he's the one guy like we haven't given a player a damn second contract since a real second contract since muhammad wilkerson like can i buy a damn jersey of a player on the fucking team for once please you know, you like not having gone in two weeks. You didn't like the Jordan Jenkins deal? Yeah, that was a second contract. Yeah, One year, four I said million, real. five million. And, you, you, and, yeah, and you can count Nathan Shepard, too. What is it, a million? <laughs> like, it's funny because Jet, I'll tell you what, I was on Jet Nation a lot. Ryan, you remember. People oh, were yeah. literally saying that Jordan Jenkins should get a like four-year extension worth, like whatever it was at the time, eight, nine million. He signed mm-hmm. a one-year, like $2 million deal. You know what he's still in the league? Uh, yeah, God, I, I think he is. He's Probably. down in New Orleans, Maybe. right? No, he, he, didn't, he didn't. He didn't play in 2022. He played 11 games in 2021. Interesting. Hey. Yeah, he's Texans. He's still there. Okay. Oh Texas? no, he's a free. No, wait a minute. No, like no, a he's different... a free agent now. Texans. 
Ah. It says, watch full career highlights of Houston Texans linebacker Jordan Jenkins. What is that? It can't be very low. What is it, a short? (laughs) (laughs) Well, remember, like, he he led our team in sacks, like, three years in a row. And, like, with all due respect, like, I like Jordan Jenkins well enough. Don't get me wrong. Mm But he got what's called coverage sacks. He was never yes. like dominating and owning a guy. He just was persistent, which is a positive. But, you know, if there wasn't coverage, Jordan Jenkins was neutralized. I think his best was eight, eight sacks. That was the best. And then general, I think he had two years of seven. So not terrible. He was a good player, but mm-hmm. he was uh, poor man's Brian Thomas. Poor man's That's a good way Brian to put that. Thomas. Always liked Brian Thomas, but like was never the flashy guy. He was always like the, I don't want to say cleanup guy, but he was the he was the unsung hero, maybe. Yeah, he was a yeah. A, but yeah, he, but here's the thing with Brian Thomas: we passed. I would on say Brian Reed. Thomas over Jordan Jenkins all day, all day, every oh, day. Here we go. Brian Thomas was fun. I'm sorry, I brought up old wounds from 2002, Green Bean. I, I can't help it, man. I have to say something. <laughs> that's the whole problem it's like i liked brian thomas well enough he's a good ball player for us very solid consistent i think he was here what 11 years so it was nice but dude ed reed was the guy i wanted in that draft like everybody rubbing my face in the sauce bullshit just remember i was screaming for ed reed goes every year i was right until this one We'll see how Thibodeau pans out. Him and his snow angels, as people are hurt on the ground. What a <laughs> he what didn't, a I, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. I don't think he realized the player was hurt. He I didn't, who was it? Who, who was the one um, that got hit? Yeah, let's look. Uh, let me see. Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember who it was. It was like some backup. Uh, I'll be honest. I don't remember. I don't remember it at all. I'm, I'm going Mike Glennon. I thought it was a little yeah, more looking. impactful than like a Glennon. It's the Foles. Uh, there it is. Oh, Foles. There you he go. Doesn't, Same yeah. difference. Even though he doesn't know, even though his arm and leg is hitting him while he's on the ground next to him, he don't give a shit. Yeah, Look well, you can't see shit with the helmet. You got the blinders on. He's just excited. Probably, Look, I as much shit as I gave Thibodeau. Arm. I know. Yeah. I'm with it. I'm He's sure a he looked at it after and was like, whoops. <laughs> not <laughs> a good bad. look. Yeah, not, good. Not, not ideal. Yeah, I mean, look, my draft would have been uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, either Kyle Hamilton or Devin Lloyd and George Pickens. Still, I mean, it's more than one way to skin a cat. Now, I'm very happy with Sauce and Garrett. Love those guys. Like them better than the guys I wanted. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But one year does not a career make. Like, let's just see. I mean, we've had, you know, I, I don't even like talking about this stuff because I don't want to sure. jinx our guys. But, yeah, you know, but the so I would have done all right, too. But uh, there's been so many years, man. And the thing is, most of the time, Jets fans were right. I mean, like, you know, how many times we get told, hey, Ryan, you know, you're in Jet Nation for years, man. Mm-hmm. There's always oh, yeah. a bunch of people saying, you don't think the Jets know more about this than you? I'd say, I don't. I don't think the, they do. The, the cumulative sum of all fans seems to have a better drafting record than the history of Hell the New York yeah. Jets. Yeah. Up until recently, for sure, man. Last year, I had I had Sauce at four. I had Jermaine Johnson at 10. And then I had us going George Pickens. And I don't think I had Dean falling that far. No. I don't, I don't, I don't know who my other did. pick. No, I don't remember who my other pick was. 
I wish I knew. But I was big on Pickens. I, I was a huge fan. I thought it was, I thought the two best receivers in last year's draft were the two guys that tore their ACLs, Pickens before the college season and Jameson Williams at the end. And I was I'm so far off on the Ohio State wide receivers. I just accept that JSN is far better than I gave anyone credit for because like I did not think Garrett Wilson and Alave were going to be as good as they were. I was I was surprised I think um to see just how good Garrett Wilson was in the NFL and Alave, the two of them. I'm glad I was wrong. Our draft is so much better than any mock draft I saw for the New York Jets all of last year. Yeah, I don't think oh, you yeah. could draw it up. Like even the most nitpicky of fans, I don't think can draw it up any better than how it panned out after one year for uh, for Joe. So, oh yeah, hold on. You know, I just realized I never did this. So, oh my God, there's a cockroach oh. on the screen. What's <laughs> gonna get me? Can I? Oh no, come on. Be there in a second. Oh, Is... oh, the Jets traded up. Oh, it gets me jazzed up every I like time it. I watch it. I like it. That's good. It's amazing. You guys We're better be hanging time. out over here. Yeah. Dude, the draft party is like the highlight of our last few seasons because we haven't had a whole lot of highlights during the season. Um, but yeah, oh, dude, the draft so. party's a blast. I friggin' love it. It's our favorite time of year. Yeah, and don't forget about the Talking Jets channel that I'm sure is being plugged in here by Nightbot or some robot or AI of some sort in the in the chat. So sub up over there if you haven't already. Seriously. Matt, what are we at uh, subwise over there? I th- I know, we broke 500 the other day. I haven't looked. 663. Oh, man. Come on. Three you guys that are in the chat. Good. Devil number. Three more. Who's going to be yeah, devil see? number for it? See? Devil's just scored a point, too. So uh, should say. a point. A goal. I guess it's still a point. It's a goal. Yeah, head over to the the Talking Jets uh, new YouTube channel. We're going to be posting all our Talking Jets panel stuff over there come July. Uh, so if you want to hang out with us, you're going to have to check it out over there. Uh, Mitt Flair says five k live incoming. Yeah, what did we what did we hit last time? Concurrent? Were we like we were like twenty three hundred? I think somewhere around there. Twenty two. We had a hundred thousand in three days. That's not it's not too shabby. That was nuts. For little old us. Yeah. You know? Three bozos talking into a microphone about the Jets. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's Not fun. I, just seeing the chat light up with like everything that it's goes great. on throughout the draft is so much fun. It really, really is a blast. Uh, this year, I think we should have to do a uh, – maybe we'll, we'll, we'll try to like hit that concurrent number and we'll be like, okay, everyone that sends us a picture of as many screens open as possible at the same time. (laughs) 
Like between this, yeah, yeah. this time, we're going to shoot this through the roof. We're going to like a little screenshot, send it to the advertisers. <laughs> That's how we do yeah. it, right? Oh, yeah. Loopholes. Mm. Move. I like it. Yeah. We got a bunch of good we- characters coming on. Content creators. We got Fireman Ed, Johnny, and his ice cream. Hopefully he's getting like 20 ice creams this year. I hope so. There's, there's a 19. How many How many would you get if you 20. won every game and went through the Super Bowl? Is it 19 now? 20. 20? Because 20. you got 17 games, you'd have two playoff games in a Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, math makes sense. That's right. Well, that's about all I got. Game. Anything bigger than that, and I'm toast. <laughs> you got Well, you, you don't have any more toes at that point, right? Oh, yeah. That's about so, it. I got to start right. using like someone else's toes. It's like, hey, fingers and toes. Me. Hey, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me see your feet real quick. I need to count to 26. Uh, it's amazing. I only have four toes. Oh, forget it. Get out of here. Hey, you. <laughs> your toes. <laughs> oh, geez. What are these guys talking about in the chat? I see uh, Hater Ali. Q will get four years, 98 million, with about 80 to 85 million guaranteed. Has anyone thought about maybe a it's Quinnen's camp that prefers to wait to a new contract? Yeah, I was actually going to bring that up. So it's to Quinnen's benefit. Imagine he signed after the season. He's like, yeah, I want you know $23 million a year to be the second highest paid defensive tackle. And then all of a sudden Simmons comes in, who has had worse seasons than Quinnen Williams, and he gets 23 and a half. Like, yeah, if I'm sitting there, Quinn and Williams, if I'm Joe Burrow, the same sort of thing, Lamar Jackson, sort of the same kind of a thing. You sit back and you wait for all these other guys to get their contracts because you don't have to show up and start losing money until July anyway, I think. I mean, maybe there's some mandatory stuff in in June, but I don't know if you miss that if you're fined as heavily as you would be through training camp. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I think Quinnen could be waiting, and I think he could be fine as long as he's not risking his body and he knows he's getting his money beforehand. He becomes infin- infinitely more valuable once Rodgers is on the roster and we're going for a ring because if he holds out, it's almost like the same thing that Revis did when we were going for a ring in 2010 when we had hard knocks. Greenman, you think uh, Quinnen's waiting? Um, No, I think... Uh... If the Jets offered him 23 or whatever, and in, in his range, I think they would take it. Uh, I think mm. you bring up a good point. I think it might benefit him. But, I mean, I don't know, man. I think these guys are nuts. Everybody wants to be this and that. They're they're only the highest paid for, like, a, a month at most anymore, right? Somebody's always going to come and beat you. Um, but, no, I, 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 don't, I don't think he's purposely waiting. I think that he would much rather just be locked in and be at camp with the guys. That's what I mm. think. He's always been at voluntaries, if I remember correctly. So that's just, uh, I think he'd rather be there and not have to make this statement. And I wish the Jets would just give it to him. I don't know what the deal is. Like, why do you have to drag this out? Why? Mm-hmm. Oh, we're going to save 500000 Dude, you're willing to give this guy, you were going to give Fletcher Cox $14 million. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just fucking mm-hmm. give Quinn in his money and get him in camp and, 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 and send the message. You know, are we going to drag this in? Are we going to have to fine him for not showing? Like, you know what I mean? I don't want to see any of that stuff. Just, mm-hmm. I'd rather Quinnen just be in here, in my opinion. Matt, how do you feel? You think Quinnen's waiting on his contract? Yeah, I think so. Because the more deals that come out, the price tag is just going to continue to go up. And like, I'm not in panic mode yet. There's only been two that have been signed so far, Simmons and Payne. So uh, mm-hmm. I'm not really, you know, I'm not going to go nuts over it. 
Uh, I think it falls somewhere in that 23 to $25 million a year for either four or five years. I don't know, four for a hundred. Like that's a nice round number. Why don't we just say, mm. you know, we like round numbers. You just signed that mega contract for uh, Jalen Hurts. Uh, and, and now you get another $100 million deal. I think that's the way to go. Yeah, you're going to get $100 million and $1. That's what it's oh, going to Oh, sure. Be. Perfect, right? Tip me just over that scale. Johnny Boy comes in and says, I suspect it's low, but on a scale from 1 to 10, what are the chances you think the Jets don't end up getting Rodgers? Um, I would say it's zero, and I know that's not on your scale, but I think there's a 100% chance that the Jets are going to get Aaron Rodgers. I heard rumors that, like, I think it was – was it Yard Barker or something like that? I got tagged on a bunch of things saying, oh, the Tennessee Titans have requested, you know, to talk to Aaron Rodgers. And I was sure. like, oh, yeah. Yeah, great. Yeah, and Indomitian Sue doesn't want to play for the New York Jets. <laughs> Fucking good for you. Who gives a shit? Doesn't matter. What would you think about that stuff, Matt? Yeah, uh, that stuff, it, I don't know. I, I, it doesn't mean anything to me. I don't think he's going to Tennessee. I don't think he's going to San Francisco. He's going to be a Jet. I'm at zero, negative zero even. Let's do it. Let's get nuts. <laughs> Greenbean, where are you on the scale of Rodgers possibly or the chances of him not coming to New York? And what did you think of Tennessee possibly uh, inquiring about Aaron Rodgers or San Francisco or, uh, you know, how, how are you feeling in that sort of realm? I think he's. I think it's already done and I think he's a Jet already. That's what I think. That's what I think. He didn't go mm. on the Pat McAfee show. He didn't go to the dark and wait and do the whole thing and and then come out and say, I intend to play and I intend to play for the New York Jets, Tennessee Titans, San Francisco 49ers, and New England Patriots. He said the Jets. And uh, I think that's what's going to happen. Who else flew out to meet with them? Who else did all that stuff? I mean, that's us. Mm -hmm. We did all this. So I think the deal's done. I, th I think Rick Spielman's on to something. He's not the only one to say it, but he's the he's the first kind of insider GM kind of guy to just say, "Come on, like we know how this works, don't we?" So um, that's what I think. I think the deal's done. I think he's a Jet, and I think uh, the Tennessee Titans are gonna have to watch us beat them and go to the Super Bowl. That's what I think. Uh, Mitt Flair says negative zero is bananas as our little banana goes across the screen right now. There he goes. There he goes. We got a little fellow. What's his little, name? Bobby? Look at him go. He's got, he's got such a little happy, uh, happy walk. We we should come up with a name for the banana. Banana doesn't have it. He doesn't come out too often. Bobby really? bananas a little, yeah. we got to go a little, uh, alliteration here. Yeah. Bobby, Bobby banana. banana. Yeah. I Bobby like banana. Like, 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 like Bobby Bonilla. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. There let's, we go. Let's see. <laughs> chat give us some uh some names for the banana let's, let's go four four different or well give us three different names we got we got bobby i see billy in there banana, banana hammock. hammock oh that's a good name <laughs> that is good banana hammock. that's funny <laughs> his name's hammock <laughs> right. banana hammock hammock's his last name rosanna banana that's a good one from snowball rosanna banana that's good do we want to say Anna Bobby banana. banana or Bob Banana? Bob, we'll go Bobby. Bobby sounds a little more. Bobby. Yeah, it does. Captain K Techno with Hannah Banana. That's my sister's name. We've been calling her Hannah Banana her whole life. I still call her Banana. I say, hey, Banana. <laughs> I don't even call her Hannah. That's funny. Uh, let's yeah. see. Banana Split, Peanut Butter Jelly Time, Hannah Banana. Just call him Captain Hammock. <laughs> I like Captain Hammock. Captain that Hammock one's pretty good. Hammock. 
Mr. Peels. Oh, it's a good she one. Go. Call the banana Peter North. <laughs> she go. Yeah. Peter. <laughs> Who's Peter North? Oh, oh, I don't know. Anyone <laughs> below 18, do not Google that. <laughs> do not Google that. Yeah. Don't look it up. Back uh, before we had all these pills and everything, he was the king of stuff. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yellow Slip Road. Oh, let's see. Let's see. Mr. Mr. Peels is a pretty funny one. We'll throw that in the in the where am I friggin' where's my little cursor? There it is. Mr. Peels. So I got Bobby, I got Hammock, I got Mr. Peels. We gotta do one more. One more name. Which one do we like in there? Is it Rosanna? What are the three? So we've got Bobby, Hammock, Mr. Peels. Um, there's Billy the Banana. Uh, uh, Hannah. Banana Split, Hannah. I guess we'll do, let's do, let's do Hannah. Hannah Banana Abby. Bean. There you there go. There was enough people that said Hannah. Bananarama. <laughs> I want to vote. Let's go, Hannah. All right. All right. Here we go. I know which one I'm picking. Me because too. I have. To go live. I, oh, I can't vote in my own poll. This is stupid. No, you can't. That's, I was just going to ask you if, you if you can do it on uh, your own poll, tell me how to do it because I can't. When I do the I'm, Monday Night Mocks, I have to, I'm at the behest of everybody uh, else. I don't even get to choose. No. Bullshit. Can't even vote on it. Well, Brutal. we've got. Oh, wow. We're at the end of our show already. All right. Well, I yeah, guess we'll. Yeah. <laughs> this will last as long as the, uh, you know, the show goes on, and then we'll see who who winds up winning. Johnny Boy says Gwen Stefani literally taught everyone how to spell banana. It's true. <laughs> I remember when that show when that song came out. I was like, no, there's two ends in a row that she spelt it wrong. And I was like, I'm a friggin' moron. <laughs> really, you said that out loud? I'm, oh yeah, I'm, dude, I'm. That was dumb. Yeah, yeah. That was dumb. That was, and that was older. <laughs> I was definitely yeah. in high school. I was like, "That's wrong. That can't be right." Yeah, no, that's not good. Bad thing to yeah. admit. Whatever. That's okay. I showed my toes on screen last year. I don't think I have any uh, <laughs> anything yeah. left to lose. Oh. I know. Uh, hey, listen. I'll tell you guys something. I got. Um, I had a job interview today, right, for ex an executive position, right, ooh. and um, and it went really well. And at the end. They were asking me about tech stuff. And I said, mm -hmm. well, you know, I do all sorts of social media. I said, I'm, I'm good. I'm pretty good with, with uh, you know, all that stuff. And she said, so what is green bean? And I went, ah. <laughs> oh. I, um, I said, let me ask you, how deep did you go into there? And she goes, not too deep. I said, uh, you know, it is. I do porn. It, it just is it's a character. Yeah, I do porn. It's, you know, it's no. my persona. Yeah, I said that. I said it's a character I made. You know, but I said it's just Kajet's coverage. But, but yeah, it's funny. You know, we're here talking about banana hammocks and everything. So I gotta, I gotta figure this out. <laughs> I gotta see how it goes. But like showing your feet, like all of a sudden, instantly, I have all these things. I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Oh shit, I shouldn't have said that. I should take that down. I should. Have, all of a sudden, <laughs> I was totally fine with it yesterday. Today, I'm like, ooh. Oh, oh man, I'm applying for a job and now all this stuff is on the internet forever. Get you, get you. That's, That's all it. right. I, I just said, can't I said to him, I said, like, dude, I look, I, you know, I I was a comedian for a long time. This is, you know, this is what I do for the last two years. But the truth is I'm very good 
at what you need. So <laughs> they asked me, do you have any concerns about millennials like this finding out? I said, no, nah, nah, I'm good. Doesn't matter. New subscribers, all- baby. <laughs> Let's that's go. right. As long as they yeah. subscribe. Yeah, that's dude, funny. I, got, no, I didn't say that. I got new employees every year and they find out that I do jet stuff and they're like, you got to be kidding me. Be like, here's a wristband. Got to subscribe if you want to keep your job. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I it's know. just weird. You know, I try to be an exact but green bean, but uh, I don't know. I hope it works. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, it's, it's, I've decided I can no longer run for any kind of public office because I've definitely said something I shouldn't have said <laughs> On one of these streams at someone at someone's gonna find it and be like, this guy's gotta get canceled. He did something. Uh, yeah, right. And they'll find your texts and everything else, yeah, every oh, yeah. search you've ever done. Yep. Yeah, you don't want to go through my search history. I got Dude, no shame. I mentioned <laughs> I, don't I care. Yeah, I mentioned uh <laughs> chainsaws. Yeah, I said, you know what's a good brand steel chainsaws. An hour later I had ads all over my phone. It was just Ugh. a conversation. Yeah, it's amazing. It's it's scary. scary. I can't believe we're okay it, with this. Well, I mean, the alternative, right, is like as much as I hate it, I'd rather have like targeted ads than like ads that are going to be there anyway that are for like something totally screwy and out of left field. Like, uh, yeah, not me. Right. It's it's a really no problem. I have no problem using my thumb to type in an eight letter word to look what Mm -hmm. I need. I have no well, problem. It gets you to buy more shit. That's what sucks. Like my bottom line's hurting because I'm like, oh, that's a great idea. Oh, I, that's a great idea. I'm gonna Amazon cart, two day shipping. Boom. My right. credit card's already saved. I should buy an Uncle Fester mask. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right, we we got to the end of our show. Let's let's uh, Greenman, you got our. Uh, our list of uh, yeah. super chat qualifiers and qualifiers from the uh, you know the likes and everything. I got them. Cool, Matt. Can you head over to the uh, draft trailer that's on our new nice. Jets uh, Talking Jets channel that you guys should all subscribe to? Because if you leave a comment on that channel, you're entered into every single one of our giveaways through the draft. Oh, so all you guys, yeah, man, all you guys that were saying, hey, I want to be a qualifier, and I say, oh, it's random, I can't help you, go to the Talking Jets channel, mm-hmm. comment underneath the, what is it, underneath the uh, the trailer, Ryan? The trailer. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And then you're automatically entered. There you go. There you go. Ooh, Michael Murphy says, Ryan, does it say the channel on the winner's shirt? Uh, not yet. There's a cool. there's some artwork that we have uh, going through the mill right now that hopefully gets approved in the next day or two, and then uh, so yeah let's oh, say, let's say yeah maybe the person that wins tonight let's say they get the new shirt it might have That's to wait great. a little bit but let's yeah, do that yeah you, yeah I like whoever that. wins tonight gets the new shirt it's oh, the design's badass um this is the three of us are be- fired up we've been talking about this for like three weeks now. Getting yes. the approvals this is back. A special and- one. This is special. It's a yeah, good this one. one's going to be fun. But let me just say this before we move on. I'm really disappointed in the chat on the name for the banana. I just got to say. Me too. It. I was team I was happy with Mr. Peels. I thought Mr. Peels was like kind of kind of fun. Bana- Captain Banana Hammock I thought was great. Matt, I'm not going to lie. Bobby, 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 Bobby slacking a little bit. I didn't think Hannah was going to be a great, great one no. either. Hammock has more than Bobby Banana, dude. Like Bobby Banana, I can't even believe it. Yeah, that's wild to me. Shame. Got it wrong. Shame. 
Shame. Oh, I gotta do the I gotta do the the Twitter retweets too. I gotta gotta pull over there. I completely forgot to mention that. Do I have I that? Know, I don't even all, know if I have that ticking right now. Dude, we're all slap happy, man. You know what I mean, we're beat up. It's, it's been mean? a long it's process. Season. It really has. I got one more Monday night mock. You know, you guys are gonna come out. We have big surprises for everybody. I haven't really announced it yet. I'm gonna do it on uh Thursday. But okay. um one more and it's a wrap. And then we got our big show. I got to make sure I sleep before it. I can't be tired for that one. Dude, yeah. that show, by the end of our three days of streaming, I we think the drunk. only time I've ever been as tired as that is like the gauntlet of like Aaron Rodgers streaming that we did for, yeah. <laughs> for like two weeks or like 10 days or whatever it was. Oh, yeah. It's brutal. Uh, so Green Bean, add, uh, let's add Zach Hunko. All right, hold on. Zach Hunko. Let's go Greg Gagney. Hey, Greg. All right. And we're going to say Melissa. Those were the only three people that retweeted the stream that I completely did not even think about plugging. So you three get lucky tonight. All right. We got talking jets. People? Or no. All right. You ready, Green Bean? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. All right. Let's go Dano. There he is. That's What's a up, good Dane? one. He's been cop. He, I've been, you know, seen a bunch of comments from him. Big fan. Yeah, he's uh, he's alive and well, man. Dano, he's a good dude. We'll go Big T Charlie. Let me just say this though. I don't know if Dano's a dude, so I'm so I apologize. I just made an assumption. It could be Dana, for all I know. Uh, Whatever you are, you're good. I like you. I've had good conversations with Dane, uh, Dana, <laughs> or Dano. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, right. what else we got? Fourth and forever. Okay. We'll go. I'm trying to scroll. There's 472 comments, so I'm trying to scroll around and spread these out a little bit. Oh, wow. Nice. <laughs> I guess that's what I get for saying comment as many times as you can. It's a good yeah. thing. Yeah. We'll go Nuz and UZ. Okay. And then, hang on, we gotta get one more. Let's scroll. We'll go Roman. Roman. Like Roman or like Roman? Like Roman Empire? Like Roman Empire. Got it. Mr. Let's Peels see. is getting more votes. He's increased his lead. Can't I do really enjoy... I think I do like the Mr. Peels. It kind of it kind of makes me smile a little bit. Yeah. Whatever. R.I.P. Bobby. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's crazy, dude. Even yeah, Banana Hammock is brilliant, beautiful. Yeah. I guess it's inappropriate. I guess Mr. Peels is benign. Safe. <laughs> no, it is right. Hey, Mr. I Peels. Guess. It's okay. I think you know. Um, I, I think I think you got a point. All right, I'm in, Mr. Peels. Snowball right, says banana sauce. Are we sauce. doing randomizer or are we doing the thing? Yeah, yeah. Let's let's do the uh how many how many qualifiers we got, Green Bean? All right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine. Uh 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 2, 3, 24, 25, 30, 31, 32. And that includes if you have multiple super chats, you have multiple entries. Just so you know, I caught all those. 
Uh, so Ooh. 32. Ooh. All right. Nice. So we're going to use the random number generator. Um, and wham, boom, right over our faces because I didn't plan this. So we got <laughs> one as the minimum, 32 as the maximum. Three, two, one. What do we got? Four. Four. <laughs> Four is going to be our uh, our winner tonight. All right. Jet got King it. it is. Jet King. Woo-hoo, Jet King. Yeah. Jet King, reach out to me on email. Jetstalk247 at gmail.com. Get your information. You get the first special shirt design um, once we we do that. So uh, should be within the next few days, and then I'll be able to send that out. So get me your information. We'll send you out a shirt. But we have reached the end of our stream. So let's go around our panel and get our closing thoughts. Greenbean, any last words for our panel? Yeah, I'm going to tell it's funny. I've been asked about the after hours show. I have it literally on deck all night. All I do is hit one button and it's live. I can't. I can't do it. I'm exhausted. I'm ready to pass out oh. right now. Uh, so I will say the uh, episode 112 of Green Beans Jets Pod is out now. Uh, you can watch that tonight. Instead of hanging out with me, I'm shocked, guys. I apologize. I was waiting to see. I drank. Look at the size of this coffee. I drank this whole freaking thing. <laughs> This is a this is a whole jar of coffee. I just fill it with coffee and drink it. I'm still tired, so that shows I'm done. So sorry, everybody, but uh, that's the way it is. You can listen to uh, the podcast and just judge tomorrow for O'Leary. I'm sorry, Matt. I took your thunder. You did Ooh. steal my thunder, but that's okay. Ooh. I'll tell you what Just Jets is about tomorrow. So we're talking about Makai Becton being the biggest X factor for the Jets in 2023. Uh, how that could impact the Jets draft and answering your voicemail questions. I love it. Brandon's Prime in the last second says, let's go Rangers. Yeah, winning, baby. So Mr. Peels wins with 39% of the vote. We had 105 votes on the banana name. Uh, That tells me that there were over 300 people that had no damn idea what the hell we were talking about, and that's okay. Uh, Mm -hmm. Boys and girls, if you want to be a part of the 10 o'clock mock, 1030 Tonight, I'm going to be doing the members-only stream. I believe we're doing the Jets swapping picks 13 to 15. We'll do a little mock draft action there. Uh, But yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Thank you so much for flying with us tonight. My name's Ryan. This is Talking Jets. Signing off. J-E-T-S. I think every single person in this locker room is a competitor at the highest level. So, yeah, when you feel as if your back's against the wall, you never have to feel like you have to do it by yourself. Under pressure, sacked by Quentin Williams. Got it. You look to your left and your right, you got guys out there with you that, that our whole point is to help each other. This one, the Mims. To be able to go out and, and lead these guys, just to know how hard these guys work and how important it is to them, and then you get that chance to, to lead them. Everything that happened that needed to happen for us, it almost felt like kind of like a sign, like get like a second chance almost. Gets extra pushes, running left. Maybe a little extra life breathing in the locker. Touchdown, Jets!